0: Welcome, everyone, to podcast episode number 84 of Calling It in the Power Ring. I'm your co-host, Matt Turner. With me, as always, my good buddy, not my tag team partner, the one and only the winter soldier himself, mm. Andy Hatter.
1: Bucky Barnes in the house. How's it going?
0: Hey, what's up, buddy? Long time no yeah, hey.
1: yeah, It's been uh yeah, well, 24 hours.
0: <laughs> yeah. In podcast. 25. Yeah. yeah. Now. I do want to jump into. You just got back from a grand reopening mm-hmm. of your comic book shop, but real quick, I hope you didn't spend all your money because yesterday on eBay, the honky tonk man listed his red jumpsuit Whoa. on sale for twenty three thousand one hundred and forty dollars.
1: I don't think he's gonna get it for twenty three thousand. Maybe two thousand three hundred. That's a little bit more reasonable. But I and don't
0: guess how much he's charging, charging for shipping.
1: Well, I don't know. Four five hundred.
0: Five hundred dollars. Wow. I ship. I ship quite a few things out to my nieces and nephews over there. And they're in, they're in uh, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. I grant nothing as heavy as a uh, nineteen eighty-eight or eighty-nine jump hockey suit. talk band jumpsuit. But mind. by no ways was was anything a remotely more than like fifty dollars. So I'm thinking that the shipping on that is a hundred, hundred and twenty, hundred and fifty at the most. That These has to weigh.
1: At the most, that jumpsuit ten pounds. The, yeah, they the ship that um, twenty bucks. <laughs> so I mean, talk about being a carny trying to milk as much as you can. No one's gonna buy that, and then no one's gonna pay five hundred for shipping it. I don't think people should, pay like that much yeah. for like maybe a Ric Flair robe, but I mean, that's a lot of money.
0: <laughs> you gotta think you are spend twenty three grand on that. That's just, that's just been sitting in his closet for thirty years yeah. now. Don't you think? Like, eh, you know, I'll t- I'll eat the shipping.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna make that much money. He'd be like, yeah, I'll, g- I'll give him the shipping for free. That's Honky Tonk Man being a carny.
0: Yeah, I did put it on my watch list <laughs> just TV to see. I'm, I, I'm just gonna see if anybody at all is either gonna bid on it or uh do a buy it now or something. I was just like, holy, you know what?
1: there's a lot of uh, you know people that are fans of wrestling and certain wrestlers. But I don't know if there's a really huge Honky Tonk Man fans, I've never ran into one, probably somewhere, but I are they you were one? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> A uh, honky tonk man fan that has an extra twenty three grand to spare, I don't think
0: so. Almost <laughs> I, I twenty four after the shipping. But I sent it to my buddy who's a he's a big uh, honky tonk man fan. Big anything from like from the eighties before we were kids. So I sent it to him. He's like, I think there should be another comma there. He's like, I think it should be two hundred and thirty thousand. I said, No, that <laughs> is the actual yeah, price. Yeah. But I have a discount code. Uh, oh and the God. discount code is cool, cocky, and bad. There so you they, go. They knocked off. <laughs> Long
1: sideburns will get you free shipping.
0: <laughs> there you go. Oh All right, sir, so tell me about your trip to the comic <laughs> shop you just
1: came back from. <clears throat> as I cough there, okay. So uh, my comic shop moved Blame recently. Blame Robin. Yep, not Robin. Robin Fred, how dare you? <laughs> um, hooked on Comics in Town. Well, they were in Myerstown and they moved to Lebanon. So they're like right on the. As soon as you get to Lebanon, like right on the city. I guess borderline or whatever to so the city and to wherever the town is next to it. So they had their uh, grand reopening today at 12 o'clock. So I went down and they had a deal where every two uh, new comics you buy off the wall, you get one free. So that's great for me because I have tons of comics to pick up because I wait every usually every two or three weeks. I go down. So if I got, you know, it, it works for you know, as you got multiple. So if you bought six, six comics, you got three for free. So I got, I don't know, a bunch for free. And then they had like, 25% off trades and pops and stuff like that. And they also did, if you spent $10 on anything, you got a ticket. And then that ticket is gets entered into a prize, and whoever wins gets one free comic per week up to a $5 value for the whole year. So that's awesome. So I hope I win that. I, w- I got, <laughs> I spent like, uh, I think if my bill came to $85. <laughs> I was like, give me some quick $5, five dollars to get the 90 but I just took the 85 So I got eight tickets in that. So maybe I'll get the, uh, the free comic a week for a year because that would be really nice. And help out a lot. So there was that. And so, they had some guys from, uh, not to cut you off, uh, Paranoia paranoia Comics. They're like a local thing somewhere around Lebanon. And they have a book called Necromance, like some kind of like super-powered zombie. I didn't get it. But it was cool. They were there, and they were doing sketches and stuff. And then they gave out uh, hot dogs and chips and stuff for the uh, Grand Railroad. But so it was pretty nice. When we got there, it was pretty busy.
0: So off the top of your head, what did did you buy? Just comics? Did you buy trades? Any statues? What all? I just you know?
1: got I just got comics this time. I, there was a couple of trades. I was looking around, I was checking out some Vampiro ones. I was like, ah, I got I got so many trades. I have to read, so I'll just stick to my current issues. And I did buy two uh, back issues of Avengers, real uh, from the eighties. That George President did the cover. And ones like, uh, th- um, what's what's Giant Man when he's uh, Yellow Jacket? It's a Yellow Jacket and uh, like Shocking Black Widow. And there's a bunch of characters on back. And there's one really cool with a uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision on it. Oh. Uh, I'll grab them quick when you're talking and tell you the issue, But they're they're pretty cool. They were they're ten bucks a piece, so oh yeah, they also gave twenty percent off them or twenty five percent off, so it knocked a few dollars off. And they got Are those two.
0: the is those the Perez uh Music Avengers? I think so. So I'm looking at now or,
1: they're they're like thirty five cents at the cover price. Uh, issue one hundred seventy three is one. And I think it then it was like one seventy four. So probably like what, eighty, seventy nine, somewhere around there. Maybe eighty uh, maybe early no,
0: I think I think I think their run together i think i want to say it was the early 90s
1: oh no this is way before that okay yeah way way before that but it, it does say perez and hold on let me let me grab it real quick it's like just out of reach
0: yeah but while you're out just can tell listeners that is one of the best runs of avengers There's been a lot of good ones the hickman run obviously the stan and jack the original but the music right, george I'm perez run here. on avengers i think there's two omnibuses i have both of them is, is uh, it's, it's fantastic. It's actually where they introduce Ultron.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Does um, it get a little closer? That sounds weird. Oh, hold on. I, my, I have my headphones in backwards. That one's why.
0: <laughs> He's stupid. He's all flustered. Yeah, earbuds. these
1: stupid little earphones. Like, I don't have, like, a nice pair that goes over your head. I have these little earbuds. That's what
0: I have. Yeah. I've been laying in the uh, comic room watching some Jushin Thunder Lager, Ooh, which we will nice. get into.
1: Yeah, so this, it's, uh, let's say uh, George Perez and Austin. So would that be Terry Austin? Stone yeah, Stone Cold. Stone Cold, yeah, yeah. you carry off. So, yeah. so I was These right. You're... These are from 1978. So it's, it's issue 173, 171. And it's like the Shards of Crystal Doom. One's like, it's Ultron, so it's probably right around when he came and he's, uh has a uh, Scarlet Witch going through some problems. Like, I'll, I'll send you pictures when I stop talking here. They're pretty sweet covers. And there yeah, one, like, it's Hercules, chance. Black Widow and uh, the Yellow Jacket and they're getting shocked. And then and it says, and then there were none. So the cool covers, I'm going like, to pick them up because they're both George Perez. And I got that cool uh, Thor variant that uh, Jen Bartel did. It's all colorful. I'll to send you that one too. You'll be like, "Oh, okay," because they had like six ones left, and they had one they were selling for twenty bucks, and it said uh, something variant, but it was the main cover. But it was like the corner was like black and white. I'm like, "Well, that's not really twenty bucks." I'd rather have the, the regular main cover.
0: Yeah, my shop only had whatever cover. I, I it wasn't Jen Bartel and it wasn't. The main cover was Olivia Copiel. Oh, okay, That was yeah. the only one they had. They didn't have any blanks, because I, I didn't get a chance to go down the day up, because I think the day of was New Year's Day. So what they do is they usually have the variants right next to the regular covers. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of pick it, and then the variants are more, which a lot of times they don't charge me more. Now it's the super rare one. I mean, that shop's that fantastic. So.
2: Yeah,
1: that's cool. Yeah, my other my, uh, variants, except for that one, because maybe it was like a 1 in 20 or something like that, they were all for cover price. So I just bought the Gen Bartel one. I'm not send you a minute here and then they gave a little gift bag as soon as you walked into it that had like random keychains and magnets and buttons and that's cool like, a Yeah, lot so of people like, there yeah, there actually wasn't we came in there was probably that's great i'd say around 15 people that's a lot for a comic store i mean you know in, in the, for a grocery store no but for a comic store yeah and they're making some business some guy spent 300 bucks so that right there is pretty good that's um,
0: what you like to see yeah. how far away is it from your house roughly
1: this one they moved they're like seven miles further so it's like i think it's like Forty-five miles or something like that. It's, it's just about an hour. We, it's all country though. Like I go down one highway. I mean, it's it's civilized. It's not like way far out, but it's mainly all just country roads. And then we get to Lebanon. It's like we come we come out this country road. There's like a meat farm, and then you come down to this Walmart, and it's like right there. I'm like, oh, this is easy.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. So, will that be your new comic shop from here on out? Or
1: yeah, I mean, there is my current one, the one that I was with before. Like, there is one that's local. So there's one that's, like ten minutes away, but the people that I go to are real nice, and they. They give you free bags and boards, and that saves a ton of money if you buy a bunch of books. And then they, they give a if you're a subscriber, you get like 20 percent off. And they're like, they have the sales for today." So I mean, yeah, it's farther, but the one that li- is is close to me, it's like 10 minutes away. They do not give bags and boards. And I'm like, ugh, it's it's a nice shop. The one's close, but uh, it's more focused on gaming, magic cards, D D stuff like that. So I mean, I, I, if my shop, the one I currently go to, Hooked on Comics, if that wasn't around, then I'd probably go to the local one. It's called Alchemist Cove. Just because it's it's right there and I can easily get to it, but man, free bags and boards—that map means a huge thing.
0: Yeah, it adds up. It adds, especially when you read as much as we do. So yeah, that's what my sh- my shop tells me—they make the majority of their money. If it's not on the wall books, it's on like Magic, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Pokemon. It's like like the card games. They make way more money than they do on the comics.
1: Oh yeah. That's- I guess because some of the magic things, like the case of them, I don't know how they packs it because I don't know magic, but they they asked, the one guy asked about how much is that? It was like 80 bucks. Like, whoa, that's just one thing. So one sale, 80 bucks, you know, more than three dollars for, uh, there's the picture I sent you. <laughs> well,
0: let's see what we got yeah. here, buddy. <laughs> so so I it's a, two of. I Avengers. don't have the hang up button.
1: And Thor, yeah. We'll just... if you hang up, I'll just pause it and restart.
0: Now. Oh, yeah, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, they're, they're a pretty cool Cover. I was going through, they, they they bought a whole run of Avengers. From one to uh, two hundred and some, and these were some that were left. And I was like, "Oh wow!" Obviously, they sold the their the earlier ones, but you know, I wasn't gonna buy those. <laughs>
2: yeah. And he also put so, out. They have an. Awesome.
1: Ama- they have an amazing fantasy. It's graded a uh, fourteen or is it fourteen? Yeah, first, first first Spider-Man. and it's graded 15. at a two two point oh. Yeah, fifteen. And they put it out. And the whole guys like, "How much is that?" They're like, do you really want to know? <laughs> it's like even at a two point well, oh, it's like several thousand.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so it's probably like forty grand. Yeah, I was
1: like, well, hey, someone might come in and buy it. You never know. But hey, that was it was a good time down there and making some making some money and some people came in. And they had a new thing too. uh, I don't know if your shop does it. That uh, five points rewards or something like that. It's like a little iPad looking thing. You put your phone number in, and like every time you make a purchase, you add a points or something. And apparently, I was already signed up to it. I signed up at some other store because they said you're already in here. I'm like, oh, I'm signed up somewhere. But it gave me a text when I got home, and it's like you've earned two free comics up to a twelve-dollar value. I'm like,
0: wow, what a day! Yeah, what a day <laughs> so, for Andy. Hey, day. what a day! Yeah,
1: so the free comics are rolling in. That's it's called the Five Stars app. I don't, I don't know, but hey, if it gives you points and every time you buy something, you get free stuff, or you can save them up to get something big. Like so, maybe I'll just save the points and get an omnibus or something. Then.
0: Yeah, there you go. What you wow, need? what a day for you! Yeah, sir. I know.
1: So if you're looking for a good shop. Hooked on Comics, Lebanon, right on the border of Lebanon, Pennsylvania. I guess on the east end of Lebanon.
0: And, but uh, if you're in the Bethlehem, Allentown yes. area, as always, the Encounter Comic Shop, Union Boulevard, Allentown, and the and uh, the in the beautiful tropical Allentown, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Those guys, those guys are great. They they take care of me. I did pick up the Doomsday Clop blank variant, and they had a price tag on it. I think it was like 10 bucks, which I was—I told you I was going to absolutely pay for. Mm-hmm. And my comic guy, he takes the uh, sticky thing off. He's like, no, we give you that for cover. I'm like, no, you can charge me the 10 bucks." He's like, like I said, we give it to you for cover, and the bag and board is free. I was like, okay, you don't have to. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's my that's, so, that's nice story, yeah. yeah I, was, uh, a I was okay. kind of just
0: sitting here a little bit ago, and I was looking just to see what books – I have coming out. So usually my shop on their Facebook thing, they they usually put it out. But sometimes they put it out Sunday, sometimes Monday, sometimes Tuesday. So they didn't have it up. So I'm like, I'll go on Midtown. Because then sometimes it's tough to navigate through Midtown because there's 90 variants. Yeah. So while I was going through it, they do have the new Star Wars uh, number one that just came out two weeks ago. Yeah. There's three of them signed are three different uh, variants signed by charles soul for cover oh wow! 99 so i picked up two now obviously i already have the one that came out so i got two of the uh variants shipped for like 10 bucks
1: that ain't bad at all wow I Wonder why they are so cheap
0: i think charles Soule's there all the time uh, and there was, was also the new hawkeye book that's out they had that signed by uh matthew rosenberg
1: mm. cover yeah did you read that yet did you talk about that i
0: I did not. I completely forgot that okay. it came out, but uh, all the other comic book podcasts I listened to said that they listened to it and it was really good.
1: Yeah, I, my one friend said he read it. He's like, "Oh, you got to check out the new Hawkeye." And I was like, I kind of forgot about it too. So apparently, it's it's real good. I don't know, Even the last one was pretty good that Matt Fraction did.
0: Oh, that uh, one was that was amazing. Yeah, but he, that I, um, some, oh, somebody there, else, Kelly Thompson, I think, was on it. Yes. then with the, with the yes. girl. Uh, uh,
1: I can't think of her name right now. It will come to me. The girl Hawkeye. Kate Bishop. Yeah, yeah, where, he was, where uh, Clint was training her. So I didn't read that, but I heard that was pretty good. So Hawkeye actually getting a lot of love in Marvel.
0: Yeah, the Fraction stuff that was essential. Essential if you're a fan of Hawkeye. That's it. Exce- just, just, just even just, just you're just a fan of just fun stuff. That's so good. Pizza Dog and like <laughs> the thing with Kate Bishop, Harriman Kate Bishop going back and forth and the stuff with Natasha Romanoff. Yeah, that's stuff's really good. So oh, Cool.
1: And speaking of... uh Kelly Thompson did you get the first issue of star I did
0: I sure did and I thought it was really good yeah. I was they put it in my my shop put it in my bag and it was a J Scott Campbell variant oh, that's the one which, I got. Which, which, yeah. which was covered so and my my bill was only like 30 bucks which it was like really low and it's been low for the past couple of weeks I think just because I've just been cutting so many books out just between stuff yeah, that too. I just don't like and drop and just not having time so I'm like ah, you, what the heck you know There, obviously I mean my bill used to be 70 80 bucks every week it hasn't been that like that. In a long, long time, so okay, fine, whatever. And I read it; and I really liked it. I may pick up issue two. Yeah,
1: I, I didn't get to read, but the cover, the J, if you get the, excuse me—the J. Scott Campbell one, it's it's an awesome cover. The other one is is nice too. I don't know who's doing it, probably the, whoever is doing the interior art, but uh, Kelly Thompson, great writer. So, and I think it's only a mini series. I can't see this being an ongoing.
0: Yeah, same thing. So yeah, I may pick I may pick up uh, issue two.
1: Yeah, and the, the cover is sweet. Like the, her pose and then the white background. I was like, I don't want him to sign that. But like, if, like, you usually get one signature from J. Scott Campbell, so I'll probably have him sign something else at next year's con. But uh, yeah, so not it's not if, see, I, Ghost Rider, I got Ghostwriter, I got X Force. Uh, this is the last past two weeks. Um, Harley Quinn, Pandemica. So I didn't read that yet.
0: Oh, it's very violent. Keep that away from really? kids. <laughs> I literally read it in my car on my lunch break like two or three days ago and then i like put it in like three bags and hit it ran it in the <laughs> house i think of anybody in this house with a saw. It. and then, and then well, the, the first thing i did is i i did send alex a message and i'm like man it's the art is so good you can just see even just from the cover yeah. his art is so good yeah, not he, not for children and you
1: know what i hope i hope like other people since his arts is getting out there like they see it and they're like oh let's get this guy on our book and make like get, get some work somewhere else you know i mean not to trash talk that book But I mean like Let's say someone from Marvel Says hey let's get this guy To do Moon Knight Or something you know And then all of a sudden Then we're he waiting goes, li- yeah. We're waiting in line for Alex <laughs> We used to know you when
2: Which
0: remember We were probably at his booth Once or twice a day Just yeah. to say hello And the, uh, he had a line of people We're like alright we'll come back We just wanted to Yeah just, we we'll don't want to Shoot the crap with you But we'll we'll see you later Yeah, yeah make so money that was really so... good.
1: And he said he was doing good He did, did a lot of sketches And sold some books And sold some prints So that, that's awesome
0: we yeah. well, not to let the cat out of the bag, Andy. Had you know, there's a certain li- very limited edition sketch that he's uh, he's doing.
1: Mm-hmm. So once we get that, that'd be pretty sweet.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we he he did send us the outlines and it it looks
2: awesome.
1: Yeah, and there shirt coming. So we still have old shirts. If anybody wants one, just uh, message us. And we'll get them shirts. We'll have them at Backbreakers. What, what's that next weekend? Or a week we get... from
0: today, sir? Yes, yes. sir. Eight man tag. Yeah, that's the eighteenth,
1: right? Yeah, that's next Saturday, right?
0: Yep, okay. and then the twenty. now
1: were are you the 25th, you're what, PPW? Yes, because isn't there that show in Strasbourg?
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, so. And, like, and, yeah, Northeast Signatures Wrestling.
1: Yeah, So and then and then like, I know there's a, we can come up where it's like ACW is the 24th, and then it's the 25th, there's a show, I'm like, wow, I know True Wrestling is doing a show, I think on the 17th too, we're not on that one, so I'm like, like, wow, a loaded shows coming up here.
0: We're busy people, sir, which is good, because yeah. I was just thinking, I was like, man, I don't have too much going on, and then I was like, oh, and that's this, cool. and this, and this, and this is coming up, so it's just like, yeah, you know, well, all right, it works for me. Yeah. You know, just, just keep us busy. Keep mm-hmm. us busy on the weekends, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, we got I yes, got a whole awesome. bunch of stuff coming up. So here's basically what, what I did today, sir, while you were comic shopping. I, as you can imagine, have been on a big Jushin Thunder Liger kick, okay. so when I got home from work yesterday, I was like, I know I have to have a of DVD somewhere. So I go up into the uh, the comic room slash the wrestling room slash the back cave slash the fortress assaulted, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And the uh, first thing I pull off is this eight disc set from High Spots with Josh, Juice, and Liger. I'm like, yeah, okay, that'll that'll scratch my itch. But I also forgot that I ordered this thing up IVPvideos.com. Now th- this guy makes. Great stuff. However, sometimes you have to nag him to get your stuff. For example, he doesn't have PayPal. Oh, so when you set your order in, get with the time. you usually have to wait a day or two for you to get the invoice. After like three or four days, I'm like, hey, man, I want to pay you. Can you send me the invoice? And then he says it'll ship between two to five business days. And then sometimes, sometimes he'll ship it that day, sometimes it was like two or three weeks. So, this was like two years ago. I ordered uh, Best of the G1 Climax. It was all the final matches oh, wow. up until, I think, like 2012. That sounds so, good one. I didn't get it. Instead, I got the very best of New Japan in the 90s. and So, I never watched it. And I was like, hey, do you want me to send this back? He's like, no, it was my mistake. He's like, that's yours, buddy. So, I get to watch it, Just just give you an idea of what's on this match of New Japan in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to run through the whole thing. But you got LaGiro Otani. You got uh, Sasuke Liger you got Sasuke Black Tiger which at this time is Eddie Guerrero versus okay. Wild Pegasus which has been and Otani uh, Liger and Sano so you have one of those matches there Sasuke versus Wild Pegasus and there was this match that really intrigued me was Vader and Stan Hansen from Tokyo Dome. Now this was 90 98 Okay so I was just like, now think about it. Now Anoki started New Japan in '72, so that's how long he's been wrestling. And you would always hear from these guys that were legends in New Japan that they, the biggest problem with Anoki was he would never pull himself off the top of the card. Like Baba would put himself in six man's and eight man's and ten man's and put him in the opener or second match or third match. He would just put himself down the card to take away. So and he wouldn't take away from like the, the young and upcoming people where Anoki wouldn't do it. So Anoki's working Vader. So, Vader comes out, and like I said, so it's 96. So, mm-hmm. this is like, you know, right before he goes to WWE, yeah. so he's Monster Vader. Smoke the whole night. He comes down in the ring. Now, it's in the Tokyo Dome. So, this is back when they had the ramp. Remember?
1: Okay, yeah. The long The long, you know, the, the, ramp.
0: The long, yeah. long ramp, like the WCW thing, but like the super long ramp. No, he comes down, and then Smoke starts coming from like the bottom of the stage, like Undertaker. The place is going ballistic. Wow. Ballistic. There's people like literally trying to jump up on the ramp. Like they're like, teenage girls at a back at a mm-hmm. back, uh insane backstreet boys concert or me and you at an Aussie concert. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, and the match was like, it was real simple was just Vader hamming on noki hammer on, and Anoki would like hit an Inseguri, which was his finisher back in the day, like just to like get a little separation from Vader. Anytime Inoki did anything. The crowd went nuts. It was like very simple, very, but was brutal because like Vader's obviously stiff Inoki, and Anoki, and he's yeah. giving it right back. Both of them are bleeding, and then Anoki winds up choking Vader out. The place goes nuts. It just goes to show you how crazy, even at the end of his career, crazy over Anoki was. So then I was looking something up. He is, and I actually found it in Chris Chalkin's Eggshells book that he had his retirement match against Don Fry in the main event of the Tokyo Dome, and I think it was. Nine, I might have been 99 or 2000, and the match went four and a half minutes. <laughs> guess how many people were in the guess what the attendance was at Tokyo, though
1: it had to be sold out, right?
0: <laughs> 70,000. Wow, this is back before they scaled the facts, so that's exactly what New Japan drew this past weekend combined. Wow, and I they did. said that the and I went and I went and watched the match, people didn't care this match for four minutes. Like no. Fry beat up Don. Now, Don Fry is one of the originators of, of uh of mma mm-hmm. in the states so enoki was obviously you, you know he trained that that was actually his style so he basically brought him in probably paid him a whole bunch of money they made him in the main event, tokyo dome their main event went under five minutes and no just got beat up he he hit me into twice and then put him in a cobra twist and right back down the, the place could care less that's they just wanted enoki to win i'm like man that's all considering the fact that the, the two main events we got this past weekend or from the last eight or nine years of the tokyo dome now, that's a far cry, but like people yeah. didn't care if 70,000 people came out to see Inoki. Inoki
1: was their hogan. I mean, it, it was, you know, there was no one bigger in wrestling, maybe even in all sports in Japan than Antonio Inoki.
0: They, said they did something where they had the most influential wrestling people in the history of Japanese wrestling. Inoki was one, Baba was two, and I want to say maybe Masao was three. Wow. And then the next year they did the top 50 most influential people in sports in in Japan, I think Enoki was like two or three. It was Ooh. like a sumo guy or baseball okay. guy was number one or number two, and I think Enoki was three. Wow. Hey, that's so that's insane. That's like saying Hogan, you know, if they did that Michael they, Jordan they and it then, it, then yeah, Hulk Hogan.
2: Yeah,
0: It would be like Babe Ruth, Michael Jordan, yeah. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh my god.
1: This shows you how they treat wrestling over there. It's just, it's totally different, you know?
0: So, there is actually, actually I watched the match twice because it's on, it's on the, uh, the 90s comp and the Liger comp, and I've probably seen the match before. I think my be on YouTube, Viger and Owen Hart. From, okay, uh, that's a good. Super one. Super Jacob, it's so good. Oh my God, Owen Hart is so good. It was so you forget how good Owen Hart was?
1: Yeah, he was like a, a little ahead of the time, I'd say, actually, because he was doing all kinds of head scissors, tombstones, everything back then.
0: Late well, late. Go back and watch his nights. match with Bret Hart at Mania Ten. They're doing tombstones in the opener. Yeah, and
1: it's like what? <laughs> I mean, Owen was was really good. Like if he, if he wasn't if he wasn't around today, and he was in New Japan, he'd be main event.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. Now I'm actually, I was actually searching for the match on New Japan World last night. I'm glad it's on this comp, but I was looking for when light, they call them lighter, the heavy, He put a whole bunch of weight on and he was wrestling Hashimoto. And that's like the, was like the first time. Now they do it all the time. Now at the anniversary shows where the junior champion wrestles the heavyweight yeah. champion. That was like the first I think it, if it wasn't the first time It was the first time It was like super competitive
1: Oh wow That's that's pretty So cool. actually
0: that's the That's the match I have on now And, this, and he's battle like No shirt He's yeah. super beefed up He looks like Will Ospreay Oh wow well, his body does. Yeah. Speaking of Will Ospreay Did you see the announcement With him today?
1: Yeah, yeah. Isn't he going to be At uh, Joey Janela's Spring Break? I see Sure that. is That's pretty cool Because that's Well that's Whatever Wrestlemania is We're at the Florida This year right?
2: Yeah. yeah Yeah.
0: Yep.
1: So that's pretty cool I didn't see Is there, any, is there an error announcement With him?
0: No, that was it. Oh, that's you got it. it. Okay, <laughs> no, nailed
1: it. I, I was like, "Well, that's a that's a huge get for spring break." Because usually, I mean, they get people, but never really that big. Like currently, you know, like Joey Jones big, but not Will Osprey big.
0: Yeah, you're I mean, like talking top, top five in the world right now. Yeah,
1: I mean, the year he just had, like, come on.
0: Which did you see? I only saw the cover. Did you see who won PWI Wrestler of the Year? Yes, Adam Cole. Which, uh, yep, if not Adam
1: Cole, I would say Will Ospreay or then Okada. So I'm sure they're probably all in the top five. I'll have to pick that one.
0: I I figure Seth Rollins got again the way they do theirs is because look at the three biggest show, three biggest probably watched shows of the year between attendance, pay per view buys, and subscription buys SummerSlam, WrestleMania. The Royal Rumble and Seth Rollins won. You know, yeah, you know, won the Royal Rumble and he beat Lesnar at the other two. So that always weighs in heavy.
1: Yeah, I, I see. Probably Seth's in the top five as well, and maybe Brock just because he's you know champion. But uh, yeah, I have to pick that up. I know it's it's hard to find uh, pro wrestling Illustrated.
0: They get, they get harder and harder. I always at least can find the five hundred, and I haven't been able to find the five hundred. to go on eBay to get it. The
1: only place I can find it is Weiss Supermarket. They usually have it in their magazine selection. Our sheets sometimes has it in their magazine selection. <laughs> I was at I bought this at Noble the one time. They didn't even have it, and I was like, "Oh, well." they're <laughs> only a bookstore.
2: Yeah,
0: hey, you can do what you can do. Yeah. So yeah, cool. Obviously, uh, cool stuff happening. How about um, well, I mean, let's get into it. How about the 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 Tuesday night shows? Uh, so
1: how was NWF? Oh, it was pretty good. I didn't catch the very end of it, but the the I remember I did. I don't think I caught the last match. that I came back. And the, the last thing they had Scott Steiner came out, and he's like a. The, the enforcer for um, uh, Nick Aldis's group, strictly business. So they keep stacking the deck against Tim Storm. So Tim Storm eventually has to win the world title, but they have the thing where he can't go after it anymore because he didn't beat Nick Aldis before. He's he could never get another title shot, but he's he's in the TV title tournament. So I'm thinking he'll probably win the TV title. Um, and they also, uh, what's his name? Um, What's his name now? Aaron Stevens, uh, d- former David Stano. He had a great sit-down promo. Like, his promos are awesome. They must have just said, hey, just be funny and be yourself and just do over the top. And he said, like, how him and the question worker are going after all the belts. And he always has, like, some dumb reason. He's like, he's like I'm going to win this belt. And then once Mercury gets out of retrograde, I'm coming after the world title. It's like, what? <laughs> so he always says goofy things. But he, he's highly entertaining. And uh, they're still teasing that uh, Ricky Morton-McAldis match. And there was, like, two other matches. I'll have to... Pull it up because I can't can't remember off hand because I have still wrestle Kingdom on the mind. but it was it was a good show for NWA. And it, again, it just it flies by. It's it's so quick.
0: Now let me ask you this: He's said Tin Storm can't ch- uh challenge for the title. Is he can't challenge for the title ever, or only if only if, um, if all this. I guess champion. if
1: all this, as long as all this has the title.
0: Okay. Because so that, that say was... say James Storm wins the belt. Yeah,
1: then I guess he could go after it then. Okay. Does that, that I mean it's kind of the thing where they to keep the match from happening so they keep teasing the whole Tim Storm. And what what a great baby face Tim Storm is. Like here's a guy like he's finally getting his, his break now, I guess you could say, but man, if he like he's, he's like fifty or fifty one, like if he would have got his break when he's twenty one, man, he could be doing some great stuff. Again, like, Ring he's good. I mean he's not no caught or nothing, but like his promos are, are fantastic. He's got a good look. Yeah, he does. I mean what it called muscle neck. <laughs> so no, no, I have the there was a match between a guy and I'm not familiar with this guy at all. Ziggy Dice. He's very much like uh, the flamboyant, like real bright blonde hair and dark beard and like colorful pinks and yellows uh, character, kind of like um uh, Superstar Billy Graham, except he's out of shape and he has a bunch of tattoos. <laughs> so he he beat Caleb Conley, who's like a local guy, to advance in the tournament. Then there was uh, Thunder Rosa beat ODB. That wasn't a bad match. I really like Thunder Rosa. It's funny she wasn't signed by anybody else, maybe because she was signed by NWA. Uh, then there was, um, I think there was an American... Oh, yeah, Ricky Starks wrestled Nick Aldis, and I went to a draw because uh, Ricky Starks, or Nick Aldis said, you can't beat me in—Ricky uh, uh, Starks like, I can beat you. He's like, you can't beat me. You can't beat me in six minutes and five seconds. <laughs> so ah, seconds, I get it. So, that was uh, good. That's w- good. It went to a draw because uh, Nick had him in uh, the Texas Cloverleaf, and, and he went tap out and the, the time ran out. So that, that was pretty good. And then we'll try. And there's more. There's obviously. It's uh, mainly all promos. There was Eli Drake and James Storm. They'd beat Colt Cabana and, and Mr. Anderson, Mr. Kennedy by DQ. And they're trying to get the the next uh, tag team title shot contender contenders figured out. So it was it, it was a good show. I always recommend the Bay Power. It's only an hour. You watch it, it flies by. So I was thumbs up for me.
0: Impact for me, the past couple of shows have just been thumbs in the middle. The good, like the top tier, is like really, really good. The stuff in the middle, I kind of just almost like do what I do on SmackDown. I like kind of just fast forward through, yeah, like the Gypsy Get out. Squad. Some of the girls in the women's division, just I, I just don't get uh, um, some of the, you know some of the tag stuff that they're doing. It it just it's just really not that good. But it started with Michael Elgin and Eddie Edwards. Um, they, and actually, their pay per view is tomorrow. It's Sunday. Yeah. Hard to kill. I don't oh, know. It's like thirty, forty bucks. And That's, I'm not. I'm intrigued by the Tessa few versus matches. Uh, Sammy. Yeah, Tessa Sammy. They're doing uh, RVD and Brian Cage. They've actually done a pretty good job building that up. Even though did, I think some of the RVD stuff is weird, where he just makes out with his girlfriend on the yeah. way to the ring in the middle of the match, and I'm pro like he did a promo. He's thirty seconds of the promo, and this girl and Katie Forbes watching. They just like make out and show them like like they show tongue. I'm like ah, it's so little. I get yeah, it, it. We get it. Yeah, okay. a little bit much right.
2: now, Yeah.
1: It'd be different little, if it was Rick Rude, but he's probably there.
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's just like, I don't know. Maybe that's what he's trying to do. But yeah. they started them, and they're doing the match for uh, Eddie Edwards back at the last game but he won basically your Call Your Shot, the Call Your Shot Battle Royal. Okay. So it's him, and they're doing it's for his trophy, the Call Your Shot trophy. It's like almost like the Money in the Bank briefcase. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be him and Elgin, but Elgin came out and said he wanted to wrestle Eddie one-on-one. Right here, right now in New York. So it's was like, oh, all right. So that's what they started the match in 17 minutes. It was great. Elton got the win, and they did some really good video packages to hype up the all the all the matches. And uh Ace Austin and he's wrestling with Trey Miguel because okay. they're doing the whole thing where I, Ace Austin is a Triple x champion. He's trying to you know, yeah he's trying to trying to sleep with with uh with Trey's mom. So it's just like yeah, they did a good <laughs> job building that up, and Ace our boy. So. Whatever he does, hey man, good for him. Yeah, he's never. come. Yeah, he's 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 uh, come a long way in a very short time. So that's that's awesome for him, and kudos to him. But they did this really awesome video package for Tess and Sammy Callahan. Now I don't know if you know this, but Sammy Callahan owns his own wrestling promotion called Pro Wrestling Revolver.
1: No, I didn't. Where's that? So right? on that one.
0: Um, That's in Ohio.
1: Oh, okay, Ohio, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah.
0: So and that was part of his contract that he still gets to run the shows and. He gets to wrestle them as long as TNA doesn't have him doing something. Yeah. So he even said he goes. A lot of people are saying about gender wrestling, intergender wrestling. He's like, I love intergender wrestling. He goes, I book it on my shows all the time. He goes, I love gender wrestling so much that I don't even look at it as intergender wrestling. He's like, well, we put it on posters and on social media. It's just called wrestling. Mm. And I'm like, I like that. Like how sincere he was, where it's just like it's not intergender wrestling. It's wrestling.
2: Yeah. You I'm know, a, you're a trained wrestler,
0: I'm a trained wrestler, we're out here to, you know, make money and steal the show, make the fans happy. And he's like, this is, to me, this is, this is just wrestling. And then he was talking about how his parents died when they were, when they, when, uh, they were both, like, young, when he was young. Said so his mom passed away when he was in a tour of Germany, I'm assuming WXW, mm-hmm. and his dad called me and said, Sammy, don't come home. You know, there's nothing you can do here. Stay over there and continue to live your dream. So they said they were all, they were very supportive. And he said his dad was dying, was in the final days. When he goes, when I was in some other other company developmental system, and my dad, when I called my dad to tell him I'm coming home, I want to see him before he passes. he said, no, don't give up on your dream. He's like, don't give up or Do me a do me a favor on my deathbed. He's like, I'm telling you, don't come home. He's like, I don't want you to see me like this. I want you to stay out there and live your dream. So his parents were so supportive, of and it really humanized, you know, Sam. He was supposed to be like this despicable, vile person. It's just like, man, I wonder if they're like gonna try to turn him
1: like babyface. Yeah, maybe, maybe they will. Like, maybe that's the story after. I, I would assume Tessa wins the title, and then like they have. I don't like,
0: think she's. I
1: don't think she's going to. Really, I think Sammy? Just, Sammy? Sammy just won it. Oh, he, he's had it for what? A couple months now, right?
0: Maybe or, about two months. Oh, jeez,
1: maybe not. Then, but I think maybe like if that is the story, then like he he uh, has to go into redemption. You know, he tries to. How can I get back? I, I don't want a title shot right away. Blah, blah blah blah. And he's like, good guy, Sammy. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of see Tessa winning the title here.
0: Just I'm gonna say sammy I mean to me it wasn't, wouldn't be a shock because I mean nowadays they, they kind of hot shot titles but yeah. like sammy's the guy but at the same time Tessa's is doing some really really great stuff and her promo was was excellent as well like the way that they put the video package together and if they if this match is as good as, as there there was in slam you know at the beginning of last year mm-hmm. uh, we're, in, we're in for a treat because yeah. I think that match that match getting was even the main event was supposed to be Brian Cage and Michael Elgin for the heavyweight title. That's when they first brought Elgin in, and Cage was like the champion for like a year. And they they that was supposed to be the main event up until like an hour before the show started. They read the performance and said, "No, we want this to go out last." What you're thinking? You have you know Brian Cage. That's your champion. Good, you know. I mean, he looks. He can work any style. He's great in the ring. He looks huge. Why Vince never tried to scoop him up. Yeah, I don't I'll know. Ne- I'll I'll never know. And then Michael Elgin. I mean, Michael Elgin's Michael Elgin. They're letting him be you know New Japan Ring of Honor kick-ass Michael Elgin. And it was, I remember watching those matches back-to-back, and as good as Elgin Cage was, and it could have went on last and no one would complain, Tess and Sammy, just they just had that emotional feel. The crowd was just more into it.
1: Yeah, I, I so. see their, the street fight they did. Well, not the street fight, but the, the clip, the, the brawl, yeah, yeah, the bra, whatever you would call it. That was really good. So I, don't, I think they give Tess the belt. I, mean, not, I think she deserves it, and also because all the press they'll get. No? First woman heavyweight champion and all that stuff. So
0: Yeah, you maybe have a point. I mean, Scott D'Amour and... Don Callis, they're very you know ahead of their time on certain things, so maybe they do pull the trigger, but I don't know. We'll find out. Like if this pay per view was maybe 10 or 20 bucks, I, I yeah, I, but not, I not might
2: for 40 was, or 50. Yeah, I, I
0: mean, think it's like 30 or 40. I was like, eh, I think I might pass.
1: I might tune into that uh, unscrupulous website I have to watch uh, pay per views and see if I can watch it there on a streaming thing. So
0: there we go. But the show, like I said, is in the middle. The, the stuff that like anything with Eddie Edwards, Mike Logan Brian Cage, Sam Callihan, Tessa Blanchard, yeah, like, some of their, the yeah some of the stuff in the tag division is really good uh the North. They're just. The, I think those guys. Those guys are pretty good. About um, the wrestling, Willie Mack e and Bridge Swan. Okay, so that, that, should should pretty, pretty yeah,
1: that should be pretty. a good one. And then also, so, yeah, it,
0: it just seems. I don't know. Maybe it's just because of like we're watching NXT and AEW, e in New Japan, yeah. where the bar is set really high. So it's like, you're watching Even like I said, the the, the really good stuff on WWE, like the, the Daniel Bryan stuff, the Ricochet stuff, the Alister Black stuff. That stuff is really, really good. So when you're watching something, you're just like, yeah, these guys are good, but maybe it's just because the bar, especially in the ring, is is set higher. But I'm glad to see Impact doing well. They're selling off the shows, and I hope they get a good buy rate for the pay per view.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the word across the board it seems like Impact is doing much better than they were a year or two years ago, and, and much better than Ring of Honor too. So,
0: I mean, well, I mean, they were the of Ring lack, of Honor. So. I think Ring of Honor may turn the quarter this year. Did you hear who they resigned?
1: Well, I seen something about the. the they were possibly re-signing Marty, but then I seen the news source of that that thing, and it said rohforums.com. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna trust that side.
0: <laughs> so well, I'm, I've heard it from several different really? people that they're basically offering him, they're matching WWE's offer. Wow. So it's that explain There's a lot of things that tells me. The one thing explains is that Sinclair Broadcasting, who has more money than the WWE, now granted they have bigger thing, bigger fishes to fry than than wrestling on there. They're broadcasting, but that tells me that they're finally, finally opening up their wall. And that's what that's, they need to do. Yeah, they got to pay the people. Free agencies all over the place. So, yeah, man, I don't a a think they're going to resign them.
1: A lot of good people to resign. I think the thing I seen is said that he could still do NWA and New Japan, too. So, I mean, and, and, and then, you know, RH. Right, so, like if, they, yeah, if they came to me and said that, I'm like, hey, well, I'm going to pay you WWE money, then I'm probably going to say yes. <laughs> you know, But we'll, we'll see. I mean, you don't think he would stay there, but, hey, they're off that stuff. But then, like, they can't just have Marty. They need some other people, too. I mean, you can't just be Marty wrestling every match, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, because it didn't look like he was going to resign four months ago, so they basically, they, I mean, it makes sense. Why would you feature him on TV in your pay-per-views, yeah. you know? Let's, yeah, look, right. let's focus on the future. But now it looks like hopefully they resign, and hopefully that's just one of many. And, like, the, the thing nowadays, with if you're, like, if say for your example, for your Marty Skrull, and you don't sign with WWE. You can say, "Look, Ring of Honor. I'm going to sign with you. I want X amount of money. I want to be able to do Best of the Super Junior. I mean, you know, I would. You know, before I would make this, I would. You know, I would maybe contact Ghetto and be like, hey, 'Hey, I'm going to resign with Ring of Honor, but I want to open door policy where I can work for you guys. Yeah. Can you, will you guys put me on your Best of the Super Juniors? Here's the date. Yeah, this, so I would this, say, I'm going to resign, but ah, these dates I don't have free, and I'm going to do this program with Nick Aldis on NWA. So it's like at a point where it's like I have a contract where it's like kind of open door, like where Kenny can go to DDT or where yeah. Jericho can go go to new japan i mean you can do that
1: now yeah i think i think that's great too why not
0: i mean it doesn't hurt them all, anybody yeah you know who wins us the, yeah as the fans yeah, yeah. we
1: win and, and the guys are happy and then you know happy wrestlers are gonna get happy better matches out of him because he's enjoying it and everything so I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that at all if i was a company i was like sure go ahead Russell. there i don't mind and then, and then yeah. like if they're they're their title or or whatever, you go, you know they go over to New Japan and it's like, oh, here's the Ring of Honor Television Champion. How like our, our How Ryu Lee had the title. Like it just it's exposure. So why not?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is, it'll just. I think Ring of Honor. And maybe I'm hoping and hope. I'm uh, I'm hoping that they turn the corner this year, and I really think they can. Yeah, especially hell. now if they have Marty under the fold, I think what they need to do is once this love affair with P.C.O. rubs off, they just got to get the belt on and put on Marty. Yeah, I mean, you gotta get
1: it. I mean, it's it's cool for a nice little, little one month run, but that's about it. And that's I think it's already at one month. But uh,
0: yeah, you can't you can't
1: keep the belt on P.C.O. forever.
0: and does like those gimmick matches,
2: which yeah,
1: that's not, that's that's not, not that's, yeah, that's like undercard. That's fine, but and then they gotta they gotta sign some other people too, and maybe just do, really go into partnership with N.W.A. or Impact. I mean, it, it can't hurt yeah. them. It, nothing can hurt them. I mean, nothing can get any lower, really, than where they are.
0: Yeah. So supposedly, there's rumors where NXT's going to like the guys that NXT's really not using, they're going to let them go work like the Bring of Honor house show. Oh,
2: what? That, that's all right.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Why not? I mean, yeah, the only weird thing with that is
0: they also, the partnership with evolve and yeah. Gabe's books evolve and Gabe was like the front runner for Ring of Honor for the first, you know, seven, eight years. Yeah. So,
1: Man, if, if only the gave would go back with Ring of Honor. not not yeah. to say that they get rid of all, but you know, I don't know. So we'll we'll see what happens there. That's that's crazy. Yeah, could be well, interesting year twenty twenty.
0: Well, well, speaking of NXT, you want to talk about? Did you were you able to watch both shows this
1: week? I, I only watched AEW, but I did I did see that the announcement that Alex Shelley and is going to join Kushida as a mystery tag partner, which we uh, we said would it be him or will be Chris Saban. So. The motor, uh, the, uh, the motor city, the time splitters will be in the dusty roads uh, tag team tournament. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, I watched because there was none of Amber's shows on Wednesday, so I was kind of flipping back and forth. So I got about maybe seventy, seventy five minutes in of going back and forth. My like, God, I'm gonna go to bed. I don't even get up my stairs and my phone goes off and it's it's our friend and our favorite ref rap, uh, ref Matt Berline. He goes, "Did you just see what NXT just announced?" Like, well, I literally just shut it off <laughs> a minute ago, and I already knew what he was gonna say. And he's like, yeah, the time splitters are back. And I was like, yeah, I kind of figured. I kind of figured. And I said, but sometimes I won't show if they're going to pull the trigger. And he's like, you think they're going to win the whole thing? And I'm like, I don't care about winning the whole thing because I was looking at the bracket. I was like, I just want them to win next week because if they win next week, they get to set up that final battle, I think 2013 or 14 a rematch with Red Dragon.
2: Nope. Yeah, that'll be awesome.
0: But, yeah. But I still think that Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle are going to win because they, they did a promo. They are Matt Riddle did a promo. And I guess from what I heard from the wrestling observer yesterday, the promo was really funny is they handed Matt Riddle a script nah. and he said, and he goes to triple H. He goes, look, he goes, can you just let me be me? And he's like, ah, oh, he goes, I'll split. Now obviously it was pre-recorded. He yeah. goes, I'll split it with you. He yeah. goes, you do your promo and you do our promo <laughs> and then we'll pick whatever one's best. And he's like, deal. So basically the long of the short of the promo was the announcer Whoever you know, they always have announced. I can't remember. Said, yeah. "Hey, Matt, how did you and Pete become a tag team partner?" And he goes, "Oh, I walked up to him and I, uh, I go, bro, you don't have a partner. I don't have a partner. Dusty Rhodes, class." Not paraphrase. Dusty Rhodes, class. What do you think? And he goes. He gave me the Pete special, you know, where he shrugged his shoulders. Yeah. I gave him the bro special and the Broser weights were born. So he's like, oh, all <laughs> right, you want weights. me to he goes, so he goes, okay, hold on, give me the script. And two H goes, Nope, we got it. you done. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: awesome. Oh man, the yeah. Broser weights. That's a good name. Hope they go I I can see the finals being there and times winners.
0: Yeah, I think they're gonna win. They're definitely gonna win the left bracket as far as the right bracket. Maybe they might just do the classic baby face versus heels with the red dragon, but if they're doing that full sale. The Red Dragon really aren't heels.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I say, no matter what, Alex Shelley gets a job out of this. If WWE doesn't hire him, then AEW will sign him.
0: I had pictures sent to me from last night. He worked the house show in Pittsburgh. They were the the big time splitters. So, why why would they sign him? Put him on on Wednesday night. I think they're teaming tonight.
1: There you go. I mean, and they haven't really done anything with Kushida yet. I mean, he's wrestled here and there, but no direction. So, there you go. Time splitters. Give him the tag belts. Plus, they they need tag teams because it's basically Undisputed Era, and that's it. I mean, there's Forgotten sons, but. uh.
0: They, they had them. I think they won their first round match. They actually look pretty good. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they look pretty good. They, I tell you, they keep getting better every week. So. Oh, that's
1: good. I mean, but, that's what, why they're there. <laughs> and yeah. then Imperium so, was in there. And and then uh thought,
0: I thought yeah, I the teams. NXT show was good.
1: It was uh, other than Imperium and that uh, it's all makeshift teams, right? Like so-and-so and so-and-so. Like Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne.
0: It's a lot of other uh, That Galalis team, oh, okay. and there's uh, obviously Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan about than oh, okay. So there's like three or four teams from. Uh, four teams, yeah, from NXT UK.
1: What about uh? What Tyler Beaton, his tag partner? What are they? What's Mustache no, Mountain?
0: Yeah, they're not. They're not in there. What, what, really? What are they doing?
1: Like nothing? Oh what?
0: Yeah, I don't
1: know. Oh well. Uh, yeah, so I didn't see. I, I did see the very beginning thing with uh, all the women coming out saying they want title shots. And Tony Storm was there, so I was like, oh, all right, Tony Storm was there. That's that's it. That's all I see. What was the main event?
0: Main event was a four-way for number one contender for Roderick the American title with uh, Cameron Grimes, Donovan Dijak, Keith Lee, and Punishment Martinez. Okay. That was excellent, and Keith Lee won.
1: Oh, okay. That made I can see Keith Lee won the title. Yep, me too. Yeah, and then why, why not? So, yeah, that, that sounds pretty good. So I, I didn't see it. I'll probably eventually watch Watch it though, I I heard that like both shows there was nothing musty, but like it weren't. It heard it seems that the word NXT was a little bit better than AW. I don't think AW was really bad, but like there was some bad stuff on it. But there was some good stuff. Let's go right now, like uh Kenny and uh Hangman versus Private Party. That was a pretty good match.
0: Really good. I thought Kenny and Hangman, they kind of looked like they, they were coming together. I thought they were going to lose that match to set up their their match.
1: Yeah. I like all the turns coming somewhere because they keep saying Hangman's hey, like a drunk and everything and he's out of the elite and all that. So, But it's like they do make a good tag team. So I kind of want to see them maybe win the tag belts. But I don't think that's going to happen. But there was that match. There was also uh, Cody Rhodes and Dustin versus the Lucha Brothers. I thought that was another good
0: match too. That was really good. What was the finish of that? Refresh my memory.
1: It was Cody hit... Didn't he hit oh, the, the cutter. Yeah, yeah the, 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 the cutter. Yeah, The yeah. The only thing I didn't like
0: about that is Pentagon was staring at him the whole way. He needs to yeah. hit him with a disaster kick or something to set it up. Yeah, so that Pentagon like looking, staring at him the whole way. I yeah,
1: that. so you're like looking down and then you look up last second. Oh, there's the cutter. Yeah, I hear you. But that was a good match. And Dustin Rhodes again with the Canadian destroyer. It's like, <laughs> that's funny. It's, it's like a normal move now. But it's cool to see Dustin Rhodes doing it. He's, he's still in great shape and wrestles phenomenal for being 51.
0: DDP thing was good. It was a little bit long. I think it was on purpose for yeah, so MJF to do his tweet. Yeah, which
1: was pretty cool. Yeah, DDP, DDP kept putting himself over and then MJF did the tweet. Well, this old fart shut up. That was pretty cool. I, I didn't mind him giving the diamond cutter to uh, Butcher and the Blade. I, I know some people, who, who cares? It's it's entertaining. Yeah. So, And now that sets up the match next week, what's well, Butcher and Blade and MJF versus DDP, QT Marshall, and Dustin, I think?
2: I believe so. Yeah.
1: So, that, that should be entertaining. I mean, DDP can get in there enough and just do a little bit. And diamond Carter, that's all he has to do. Just like when he was in the Royal Rumble two or three years ago. He just came in, Diamond Carter, Diamond Carter, and got thrown out. Like, that's all people want to see.
0: And yeah, he's over, so.
1: Yeah. And then uh, the, the Riho versus Chris Statlander match was good, but uh, then the end, the end was just <laughs> terrible. I mean, they there's a gimmick. If they just drop that completely, and next week, Brandy just comes out with Cody like no one's business, I don't think anyone would mind or say anything because it's hard, like, Brandy's on commentary, and she's kind of just mm. running everybody down, but not, like, for heel heat, like, it's like, kind of like, you're kind of making everybody look bad here, and, like, when she was asking Excalibur like, why he wears a mask, he's like, well, why wear a mask? Because I'm a luchador, and I'm retired, and she's like, oh, okay, but, uh, when, the, when that guy came out, I'll just fast jump around here, that Luther, who apparently his buddies with Chris Jericho, that's why he has a job, I was like, who is this jabroni? Like, he looks like a bad late 90s indie gimmick, like, ugh, it's gothic guy, kind of looks like Uncle Fester, and I like, J- JR. Like he handled it a little bit better. He's like, "Who who is this guy?" And then and then Excalibur's like, "Oh, that's that's Luther." Like they should all been like, "Who the hell is this?" But I mean, there's a guy like kind of hard to put him over. And then like the match kind of like there's interference, but then the match still goes and Riho like rolls up Chris Statlander and it's like, yeah. See, I, I would have too much
0: too much
2: interference.
1: Yeah, I would have way too much. The match end and then did all that shenanigans. But I would have put the belt on uh Chris Statlander just because I don't think Riho's getting over and Chris Statlander has some. A little bit of steam behind her, so why not put on her? And like, it can't hurt. But uh, man, that and then that bald girl comes out with with Awesome Kong. I'm like, this this sucks. Like, A W does a lot of good stuff, but man, this Nightmare Collective. Like, what what are they? Why are they taking hair? Who cares? And like, no one knows who the bald girl is. They don't explain it. And then, then this bald guy comes out, and you're like, who the hell is that? And the Japanese Deathmatch Legend. Oh, Onita's here. I, I didn't know. And it's like. Luther, I'd...
0: he was a mid Carter at best, in really. FMW. He wow. wasn't on, he was nowhere near on the level of Hayabusa or Onita
2: or awesome,
0: or Tarzan Goto or Mike Austin or Masato, You know, all right, keep going on and on and on. He was like a mid, I'm sure he was in some main events, but he was like a mid Carter so, at
1: best. So it would be like if uh Scotty Tuhati came out and they said, WWE legend Scotty Haughty
0: main eventer.
1: Yeah, main eventer, former WrestleMania main eventer. Oh God. So I mean, I get these Jericho's friends, and you want to give your friends a job, but not everyone deserves a job. So. Uh,
0: well, let's see where it goes. I'm not. I'm not as yeah. bad on the Nightmare Collective as everybody is. I think some of the Brandy rope promos up is really good, but like when she's, I think that's when she's produced. When is when she's fine, but like when she's on live TV, yeah. it just seems like it just seems like math.
1: Like she's a she's a good talker, as in like. She her delivery is very well like she's a good speaker and it's interesting but then like her material is kind of like uh, I don't know what you're talking about
0: and I like Awesome Kong I mean she's great we've been on yeah. shows with her she's she's, she has she's a very terrific. nice yes. yeah she's really good so it's like yeah we'll see where it goes but it's, you would you know obviously I think that was the worst part of AEW let's talk about what I thought was the best part. Was of course anything with Chris Jericho, mm. so I thought that end thing was great with John Mops. I
1: I enjoyed it. Maybe that went a little bit too long too, and like we all seen the turn coming. But like I, I said before, just because you see something coming doesn't mean it's it's bad. Like and then he hit him over the head with the with the bubbly and then knocked him out. Chris Jericho was just laying there and who was holding him a Swagger I think. Like that was great.
0: I I, I liked it. Sammy Guevara's feed. Yes. And the way he kind of like slid into the champagne, his feed in that was so good. He is so over as like the mid card heel. Obviously, he he should stay in that group for Jericho forever. So he's never going to be like the top heel in the in, no. you know in the company or anything. But he he does his role. He knows his role, and he does it absolutely perfect.
1: Yeah, like when they make that mid card title, like he'd be a perfect guy to put the
0: belt on. Yeah, hopefully they don't do it for like I know they've been they've been talking about. Hopefully they don't do it for a couple years.
1: Yeah, I I think probably this year I'm going to say right will probably, probably be a TV or United States just because that's like a. One of the titles that Dusty liked and that's what Cody seems to do, which I'm okay with, but I see it probably this year. But then that's it. You don't need any more titles. You got you have enough.
0: I thought the whole Moxley thing. I mean everybody knew he, he you know, especially when he said, All right, I'm joining and they're drinking the champagne and I now I watched this last segment, I think the next day or the day after so I'm like, it's got five minutes left on the D V R. They're not gonna just be sitting there for yeah, five minutes. Yeah. Something's gonna happen. I'm like, all right, so all right. another minute went by. I'm like, When's it coming? When's it coming? When's it coming? And they're chanting, "You sold out my car." Like, maybe it's not coming because now the crowd's buying into it, and then all of a sudden you see uh, Hager and Guevara leave, and I'm like, oh, "Okay, yeah, here's go. where it's coming." <laughs> and then he already has the keys to the car, so I so that was that was really good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Hey,
1: you know what I said to my friend? Like Every week they should have him. When he comes up and the car is more damaged and more messed up. Like every week until it's just totally like a total piece of crap. Like that'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, and I thought so, when he came out and he had that jacket zipped up, I'm like man, he's the he's the New Japan uh, United States title on under that jacket. And I was like, no, oh, no.
0: They did mention the Tokyo Dome. Yeah, they it's did. A great day. It's a great day. We both we won both of our matches at the Tokyo Dome.
1: So I was like, huh. yeah. So hey, Jericho's really trying. He's trying to get that partnership going. And, and by the end of 2020, I think we're gonna have it.
0: Yeah, I think it's a no-brainer yeah. on both why, parts. I think it's just not. a matter of it. they just got to put their egos aside yeah. and just realize it's it's gonna be best for both of them.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely.
0: But I thought that I thought that was a great segment. I thought the NXT show was better, but in the ratings, they beat them by over two hundred thousand. Yeah, uh, ARAW did. AEW is back up close to a million. Yeah, two weeks in a row.
1: Yeah, that that's awesome. I mean, they're gonna be back and forth, but I think that's good because then it's like, okay, we gotta do a better show. Oh no, we gotta do a better shows. Like that's just that's what I want. I want them to be back and forth, and and you know someone gets well. I mean, I'd like them both to get two million every week, but as long as they're back and forth, that's that's good. That's a healthy healthy rivalry that can't hurt anything.
0: Yeah, same for me. So I mean, let's take a look at their next pay per view. I mean, I think nothing's officially announced, but looks like they're going to do Moxie and Jericho.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to say Hager and Dustin. Okay. Now the only thing that I can think of is Hager doesn't take any bumps. He really doesn't do anything physical because I think his Bellator contract with Bellator is they're they're the second biggest MMA company. Oh, okay. He's a yeah, because he's a he's a he's two and zero oh, in Bellator. He's a so I think his contract he can only like when he's in training. I don't think he can take any bumps, so I don't know when they're going to save that for, but I think that's what they're going to build it. Mm, Uh, Because he didn't take it. He didn't take the the Dirty Deeds, the Paradigm, the Death Rider, whatever you want to call it. Like I said, he really hasn't done anything. I think sometimes he'll get like a kick in or a jab in in Sammy Guevara's matches, but he doesn't do anything physical. I think that that's part of his contract. So I don't know if that's going to be on this pay-per-view or if they're going to save it somewhere for down the road after his next fight.
2: Yeah, I I can Um, see that.
0: SCU... Who do you think maybe they do? Maybe they can do Kenny and Pac. I think they're they're doing that.
1: See, I was thinking maybe Kenny and uh, Hangman do win the tag title shot at, uh, what is it, next week at Bash of the Beach show that they're doing, and then uh, they get the title match at the pay-per-view and then lose, and that's when they finally do uh, Hangman versus Kenny. That's
0: a possibility. Yeah, because, I mean, mean, there's a bunch of different ways they can go. They can do Hangman versus Kenny. They can do Kenny and Hangman versus SCU. Or they can do Kenny versus Pac. I'm fine with all three of them. If yeah, I had pick one, I would take uh, Kenny and
1: Pac. Yeah, because Pac beat up uh, Michael Nakazawa again. So maybe they'll do that. Maybe that's how they lose the match. And then maybe, I, I don't know, then Hangman gets mad at Kenny because Kenny goes off because Pac is beating up Michael Nakazawa again. Who, who knows? And then I think they'll probably do Cody versus MJF there. I don't think they on to the next yep, paper. Yeah, I, I think
0: that'll be the first match there where obviously MJF needs a whole bunch of wins. Yeah,
1: and then probably some Riho defending in a multi-girl match. Not, not I think I will probably go one-on-one
0: with, uh, what's her name, not Yoshida. Um, who's that other girl they brought over from Stardom that's getting really over?
1: Oh, uh, not, not, um, oh, jeez, what, well, I, I can't think now. Oh, well, there's Jamie Hayter, she's from Stardom, B. Priestley, and, and Emmy Sakura?
0: Yeah. I, no, I, Sakura, is, Sakura is the one that does the, no, it is Yoshida. Emmy Sakura uh, is the uh, one that uh, does the the Freddy Mercury. Yes,
1: coming, yes, right? so Hikaru is the one that comes out with the sword. That's, with a, the
0: yeah, ponytail? I think do uh, Rio and
1: Yoshida. Okay, yeah, I think might might do that. That should be a good match. Hopefully no Nightmare Collective <laughs> in, uh, interference.
0: Yeah. And and maybe they'll, maybe do, uh, they'll do uh,
1: maybe. Brandy or, I guess it would be Awesome Congress, Chris Statlander.
0: Yeah, maybe. And mm. then maybe they'll do something with Bree and, I mean, Bree and, uh, or Bia, not Bree, Bia Priestley and uh, Rick Baker. Okay, so yeah, do, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they still have that feud going.
1: Yeah, they they could they can have like two or three women's matches. A lot of times they just have one. But like NXT a lot of times has two,
0: so. I don't know. What do to do with the Bucks and Pentagon and Phoenix? I don't know, yeah.
1: Because they're, they're both in that match too for the title shot. Unless Pentagon and Phoenix win it, and then they go and they wrestle Bright Party and then they win the tag. But I, I don't know. I don't know.
2: All
0: right. I don't know, we'll see. But I think those are the clear matches that they're going with.
1: Yeah, I I, I, I would agree with that. Definitely, definitely Moxley versus Jericho. That's not being made of it.
0: Yeah, I and then uh, by that time,
1: sufficient. I don't, I don't know. I don't think Luke Harker's contract is up by that time. I think his contract's up in March.
0: I think. He did change his name on Twitter back today, Brody to Brody Lee. Lee. Yeah,
1: because he's 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 coming soon, and I I would think they'd pick him up because that's a that's a good get right there. And then uh, they actually let him loose and let him wrestle because he's really
0: good. Like
1: he'd turn his whole career around.
0: Yeah. Well, we know he can wrestle, so. Yeah,
1: and you know whose contract's up in March or up in next month, and the Dark Order has been hitting that there's a. Uh, a secret leader or something like a higher oh, power. Oh yes, yeah,
2: yes, go
0: if, ahead, sir.
1: If it's Matt Hardy and he's Broken Matt, that takes that gimmick and shoots it to the moon because now it's stupid to be stupid rather than it's uh it's stupid but it's serious. Now it's goofy. I think that could save that gimmick. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. with that. the only thing is that is he owned the rights to Broken Matt yes. or Mo- Broken Matt or- because
1: uh when when he was fighting with um Impact, they finally when he went to WD right before they gave him the, the rights to Broken Matt. Now, he doesn't own Woken, but I'm sure he probably doesn't care about that. So he can't be Broken Matt, and I'm sure if Jeff, when he comes, he'll eventually come, he can be Brother Nero. So Broken Matt leading the Dark Order, and then and they turn on him, and then he recruits other people or something. That That's just going to be wacky and very entertaining. So it take something that people hate and make it good because now, now it's wacky on purpose.
0: Well, now, think about this. Okay, so say he's leading the Dark Order, say, I don't know, for like a year, and then they eventually turn on him. So then they can do the Dark Order versus... The Hardys.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because by that time they could probably get Jeff. If Brother Nero comes, and there you go.
0: <laughs> you go know, booking the territory, yeah. sir. So, so I'm, I'm hoping. Oh, that's well, what happens. Yeah, all no really good shows with the Royal Rumble coming up in a couple weeks.
1: Yeah. No, who do you think, real quick? Who do you think uh, your top contender to win that? Because I really have no idea.
0: No clue. But did you see that leaked WrestleMania card that I think I that
1: may be fake? Yeah, I, that might be fake. But uh, other than the main event, I was like,
2: this ain't bad.
1: The uh, Seth Rollins and AOP versus Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and uh, somebody big else. Shot, big show, Yeah, but the street fight, I was like, that ain't
2: bad. I mean, I,
1: I'd watch that one. Um, the three-way where it's Roman, Fiend, and Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan's in it, so I'm, I'm kind of interested. But the main event of Brock versus Tyson Fury, I don't care about that at all. Not, don't even want to watch it for a second. And then there was, like, what, Lana and Bobby Lashley versus Rusev and Liv. I was, eh. And there was, I think there was an air match, too, so... I don't know. It'll probably get changed by then, I would think. But I think they're they're really strong on that Brock versus either um, that Tyson Fury. Fury, Yeah, yeah, yeah. which either one I'm not really thrilled about. So, oh, whatever they want to do. And then everyone's saying maybe Roman wins the Royal Rumble, and then he gets the shot at at Bray Wyatt, and he's the one to finally stop Bray Wyatt, or The Fiend, rather, and win the title. So, So we'll see. But I, I, I would... I don't know right now because Brock's doing the thing where he's like, "I'm gonna start the Royal Rumble." Like, I don't want to watch him throw twenty-nine guys out, the thirtieth guy. Like, that, that I don't want to see that.
0: But here's the thing, though, Brock. He's got. He's gonna have to be in there for thirty minutes, forty minutes, yeah. forty-five minutes. You know what I mean? So it's just like he's gonna, cause he's so big. You know, you. I mean, you see at the end of his these matches when he's like ten, eleven minutes. Yeah, in, he's red. He's like purple. That's yeah. why his matches he does like, especially that's why he works with the smaller people real well. Cause like the match starts and they just go from 0 to 60, and it's like 8, 12 minutes, and it's like really good, but then Brock looks dead. Yeah,
1: and they can just kind of circle around Brock. And he can just stay in the middle. So, yeah, I, everyone's saying, like, whoever throws him out is going to be the WrestleMania opponent. So maybe, I don't want Tyson Fury, but let's say it's him or K. Velasquez, and that's how he gets eliminated, so...
0: We'll I wouldn't mind if it's K. I I mean, Kane, I wouldn't mind, just because I'm a big UFC fan. Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury has a big fight coming up, I think, like right around the Super Bowl time. Oh, wow. so I don't know if they're going to let him do that. Yeah. He's rematching that Deontay Wilder, which is, I mean, I don't follow boxing ordinators as much as I used to, but I know, like, the top guys, and those are, like, the top two heavyweights. Mm. So I don't. I think, I want to say, I could be wrong, but I want to say that fight, actually, you know what, I'm going to look it up. Yeah. I want to say that fight is, like, right around Super, huh. Super Bowl time.
1: I don't know, but that's a... That's a good one. And then,
0: I mean, there's no way because I mean, there's I mean those those heavyweight boxing matches. Those guys make, I mean, you're talking thirty million dollars. Yeah, millions
1: upon millions, and I'm sure they're not going to pay them that to do a Rumble spot. And then for the girls' Rumble, everyone's saying Shayna, and then Shayna versus Becky. I can see that, but then I I don't I don't know. Like, you can see Charlotte winning. Uh, who knows who else? But uh, I, I I don't know. But I, I do enjoy the Rumble matches. But probably the other matches will be letdowns. But the Rumble's always fun to watch no matter what. So did you look it up the Tyson up right schedule? Now,
0: yeah, no, well, yeah no. they went to a they went to a draw that I knew. Uh, sh- February twenty second, yeah. So there's no way. There's no way he's gonna be in the Royal Rumble because just think what happens if he gets hurt.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then they lose that fight and there's so much money placed on the fight already. Yeah, I, I, so they roll him out. So probably came yeah. to last yeah. because unless it's Roman, who knows? I mean no one wants well, to see Roman and Brock well. again.
0: What about Edge? You keep hearing these Yeah, Edge is cleared.
1: Yeah. So, that'd be cool. Maybe Edge will be number 30. But Brock gets eliminated by, I don't know, The Fiend of Dan O'Brien or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But if I'm WWE, I mean, you got to go with your – especially with all this competition, you got to go with your hottest guy winning the Rumble. And to me, that's Adam Cole. Even oh, though he's an yeah. NXT champion. What if like he comes in, wins it, and then he says he wants to like, unify you know, like the belt or something?
1: Yeah, you could do that because they're getting 10 X T spots in it.
0: Yeah, so I mean, he's 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 they're their hot handed right now. I think I think that's the way to go, but I don't think that's the way they're going. But what I like about it is you can kind of have an idea who the last like two or three people are going to be, and I have no clue. Yeah, this None. year I'm like, Pfft. and I like, Steph, I like that.
1: I like that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd rather that. I mean, who I like knows? Keith surprise. Lee, maybe? I'm Cole. Dan O'Brien. Y- y- who knows? Yeah, Edge. Yeah.
0: So, I just don't want it to be Lesnar. But, yeah, uh,
1: the, fi- be... the final four are Big Show, Ms. Lesnar, and uh, Elias.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> try right to pick the worst,
1: house. final four. Oh. Then Bobby Lashley comes out and throws oh. them all out, and he's number 31, and he wins it. <laughs>
0: there you go. There you go. It's so. like
1: that. All
0: right, enough wrestling talk Let's get into some comments. Okay, so you said you didn't. Uh, did you get a chance to read a certain Christmas present that a certain tag party I,
1: I did not yet. I have it there. It's S- on top of my pile. Exactly. <laughs> <Slatic.
0: laughs> so. If, to the listeners out there that listen to us on a weekly basis, first of all, we That's say thank right you. Now. But if you remember, a couple months ago, I was championing Spider-Man: Life Story. I sent it to one Mister Andy Header for a Christmas present. Yeah, thank so, you. So when he gets a chance to read it, he will give you his review.
2: Yeah,
1: so it's, it's it's I'm looking at it right now actually. So it's there. But, but, but I did I did get it some cool comic news here. So from the reports are out of 2019, who did the most uh, the most sold comics and like yeah, who did the best over uh, the comic publishers? So Marvel had the share at 40.20%. So they got almost mm-hmm. all, like four, four, half. And then uh, DC got 29%. They almost had 30%. Then Image 8, and then all the rest are kind of down from there. But Marvel kind of won the the year selling comics. And then for the top 10 comics of the year, can you guess any of you want to guess any of them? Some of you probably won't get it all, so I'll have to give you.
0: But uh, think- I'm just going to guess like five or six. You're talking okay. like single issues? Yeah, or single like issues. Polar? So like –
1: like like uh, uh like, um.
0: Spider-Man Four, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Like Star just, just came get, out, just, so Star
1: sold I'm, a million copies. That'll be on the list. See if you can just get I, number one or number two. Uh,
0: walking Dead, the final issue.
1: No, that is not on here. So that must have been the previous year. Or was it last year? I think it was this year. I th- I don't know. It's not on here though. Shockingly, if if it was, okay. maybe it wasn't last year or 2018.
0: Some of those House of X powers. Are yeah,
1: X there you well. go. So that's eight and nine. So that House eight number eight is House of X one, nine powers of X one.
0: Doomsday Clock. Any Doomsday Clock on there?
1: Actually, Doomsday Clock is not on here. Really? Yeah, not on here at all. These are the top 10 most sold comics,
0: single issue. Well, then again, issue one came back out in, I think, the 90s. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I I couldn't drive yet.
0: Uh, Let's see. I'm going to say.
1: So you won't give get me. this one. I'll give you this one. Deceased yeah. One, the the, the D.C. Somp Me book. That's number five. I was like,
0: wow. Really? Yeah. Right, give me, give me. All right, so that's number five. Give me number four.
1: Okay, number four. This is a shocker. I can't, I can't. Black Cat number one.
2: Really? Yeah. I <laughs> think
1: that was that good. Yeah, I mean, it, I read it. It was good, but like to sell that many copies, I mean, it did have a bunch of variants and had some cool J. Scott Campbell covers and everything and art germs. So maybe that's why, but like, the number four selling book of, of 2019 is Black Cat one. So do you want me to go, I'll go back and give you the, the, the bottom ones.
0: What but, was, how many units say, you, how many units?
1: No, it does. I wish it
0: did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Start from 10 and go. Okay. So 10
1: is them. War of the Realms one. Then nine, I already gave you Powers X1. Eight is House of X1. Seven is Marvel Comics 1000, which is $10. So that's, it's a lot of books there.
0: That uh, was a really fun book. Yeah. Though. To me, that was worth 10 bucks. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that.
1: All the different stories and everything. Number six is Absolute Carnage number one. So that, that was a great story. Kind of. Fizzled out in the last issue a little bit, but you know it's leading to other things. Number five was DC Spawn, and then Black Cat number one was number four. So you got one, two, and three. They're all huge books, and you bought two of them.
0: Was Spawn? Yes, 300, Spawn three hundred
1: is number two. You, I, so you bought all three of them because you bought that to get Tom the inside it. So <laughs> yeah, that's so, number two.
0: How about so that was number two? Which, what was three?
1: Uh, three three you didn't guess yet. So there, you got one and three yet. Okay. So, one's uh, DC and one's I guess I guess Marvel. I'll give you that.
0: I'm gonna say with, uh, Detective One Thousand.
1: Yes, that is the number one selling book of the year. Detective uh, One Thousand. Okay, then
0: what's number three? Number
1: three was X Men One.
0: Ah, oh, okay, the Hickman one. Yeah. Okay, so how about that? Out. A ten dollar
1: okay. book was the most selling book. I wish it said units though. That would be awesome. But yeah, so yeah, Detective Number One, uh, or Detective One Thousand, the top selling book of 2019. Now here's the top 20 graphic novels. I'll just give you. Number one was Watchmen. Two was Saga. I was like, oh, how about that? And then they go uh, Umbrella Academy, Monstrous. Number four, how about that? Ooh. Mr. Miracle, which everyone says is great, which I bought. The constant and read yet. That's number five. Number six, no idea. Die Volume One, Fantasy Heartbreaker, I no idea. Image Comics. It was only ten dollars. Uh, seven is Batman White Knight. Then eight is Walking Dead Volume Thirty One, so that must be the last one. And then nine is Batman Killing Joke, still on their hardcover. And then ten is Batman Damned hardcover. So Batman.
0: you said number one was Watchmen. Is it the Al Moore Watchmen yes, or the original trade paperback? Really, yeah. I think a lo- maybe a lot of people getting you know getting hyped for the end of they went back and, and uh, re-rebought uh, it, but I know the last few issues in DC Comics they were soliciting them again, so that had to help as well. Yeah, couldn't so, hurt.
1: Yeah, like Watchmen's still making money, but almost thirty years later.
0: <laughs> Speaking of soliciting, I know you get the Marvel books. So ever since Stan passed away, it's been over a year. They do those Stan soapboxes in between pages. What do you think of those? They're all right. I don't mind those. I think that, I love it. Uh, I mean, it takes two seconds to read. And you, you, I hear it in Stan's voice, and on the bottom left-hand corner, they have that little sketch of Stan, where it's a Stan forever. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. I I think that's great that Marvel still pays and they should. They still pay tribute to Stan, Lee, and they sh- they should run those for, forever. Yeah,
1: why why not? They used to have them back in the day. and you remember in the nineties when they had them? And they were like the sure. Mm-hmm. On the to last page and the second last page, in the eighties they had them too, and they're in the middle, and there were two pages, and they were like Stan, and then they had like some other Marvel bullpen something like that, and was called. And they had a little like over. Like, uh, what do they call it? The crazy cartoon versions of them. So, yeah, I I like that. Keep it in. Why not? Yeah.
0: Reading heroes. Yeah. Excelsior.
1: And then I see this, though. They're doing something when when they, Dan Didio said about, you know, how Wonder Woman and Flash are going back to their legacy number. So, Wonder Woman's going to be 750 and Flash is going to be 800-something or something like that. But they said that like a lot of it's not the only books that are going back to legacy, which you know action did, uh, detective did. So DC looks like they might put all their books back to like whatever number they would be at. But it is confusing because like if you're reading Green Arrow and that's at issue I don't know fifty, and then their series before that went for twenty four, and then all of a sudden you're like Green Arrow four hundred and twelve. Like what? So I don't know. I mean I don't mind it, but it, it is confusing. And then they said something that they're they're retconning something, and Wonder Woman is now the first DC hero like in the timeline of DC. Like, she's the first superhero. So, we'll have to see what happens. And that happens in Wonder Woman 750, which comes out <coughs> in, in two weeks. No, 22nd, next week. So, there was that. And then there was another thing I seen here. It said that uh, the DC pledges no future black label titles will be solicited until the on-time shipping is certain. So, they're not going to put out one issue and then you got to wait five months because the writer or the artist is not done issue two. Which, that's smart. Why don't you have all the issues done and then put them out?
0: Been saying that for as long as we've been reading yeah, comics, yeah. So, but what, what do we know? Yeah, what is, it, it makes <laughs>
1: sense, but you know, we're just we just read them. And then, uh, there's apparently a book called Captain America The End coming out that got postponed by three weeks. I don't know who's on that, I can check here. I'm just going through the news on News that's kind of where I get all my news. So it doesn't hurt bleeding cool, not not the best for news. And then I see com is pretty
0: good. The, oh, the oh, one yeah. of the guys from Talking Comics, uh, Steve, the guy basically that runs it, he. He works for Joe Blow, and a lot of his stuff uh, I, I take I take for words as well.
1: Okay. I, I remember I used to look at that one. It has a little cartoon guy in the corner when you look at the website. So I got Captain America 1 here at the page. Let me, the only problem with rama is there's a lot of, like, pop-up ads. And even though I have the pop-up blocker, it's like, uh, As I try and scroll through here and see. Oh, wow. Written by Eric Larson and art by Eric Larson. So that's it, Captain America, the end number one. So, wow, how about
0: that? Yeah,
1: it's only a one shot. I'm going to pick that up. Steve Rogers fights yeah. for survival in a post apocalyptic wasteland populated by the hordes of red skulls. Wow, legendary writer and artist Eric Larson returns to Marvel for an oversized last tale of Simon and Kirby's American hero.
0: So that's he pretty was, cool. Eric Larson was pretty much Spider Man. That was kind of his big deal in yeah, late 80s, early 90s.
1: Yeah, and then Savage Dragon.
0: Macho Man, Randy yeah, Savage, yeah, yeah, Ricky
1: yeah, the yeah. Dragon? <laughs> yeah. Then that fight. So, yeah, I'll pick this up. Wow, I didn't know Eric Larson on it. That's pretty cool. So Captain America, then when does it come out? It comes out. Uh, here's the solicit for the one shot. And... Oh, jeez. It, it, I hate when you, look like you scroll on the website and it disappears. Um, it doesn't say. So I would assume maybe March. Because it doesn't say here. Well, that's pretty cool. Three weeks by Marvel. Well, whatever. I didn't know it was coming out, so... I'll check that one out. I think that's about it for news here. I'm going through um, the... The New Warriors are coming back, and Power Pack is also coming back. So Marvel digging deep into their 80s and 90s uh, kid teams there. And then I I scroll through. And then uh, there's the upcoming Marvel and DC movies list from 2020 to 2023. Go ahead, hit me with it. Okay, so as I scroll here, there's a picture of Wonder Woman holding some dude. She looks very good. Uh, As the pop-ups come up. So this year, February 7th, Birds of Prey. March 13th, Bloodshot. That's the... uh, the uh, volume book April third New Mutants finally coming out May first Black Widow June. I to cut
0: you off. Did you see the trailer for New Mutants? No, I did not. Looks really good. Really,
1: I know they just said they yeah. were supposed to like a horror thing, so I don't know. They show
0: they show Ileana. Oh, really? Oh, nice. Yes. And I... they show the they show the nice I'm two, sure. two minutes long. Go uh, when we get off this podcast. Have to go, watch it. I was I'm that. assuming then, she's going go go to go to hell. Yeah, and then go watch the new Ozzy Osbourne video as well. Oh Thank yeah. yeah. Have, anyway. I, I,
1: I, I, <laughs> So it was that Black Widow, uh, June 5th is Wonder Woman. So two months we get Black Widow, Wonder Woman. It says July 31st, Morbius. I haven't seen anything about that movie, so I don't know <laughs> that's if that's happening. I don't think that one's happening. Uh, October 16th, Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. Uh, Mar- November 6th is Eternals? Really? I don't know if that's still on the list.
0: Yeah, no. They said it was going to come out. They want to do what they did with the second Thor movie, where they wanted to have it come out towards the end of the year. Oh wow! You no know, star. There's nearly nothing coming out. No Star Wars. Yeah,
1: but anything. there's no like, there's no like word or anything about like the actors in Eternals or anything. So yeah, oh maybe. no, they,
0: they announced everybody at San Diego. Oh, we did they? Lee's in it. Yeah. Uh, there's oh, okay. some heavy hitters in
1: it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's November sixth. That's kind of surprising. So then we go to 2021. February twelfth is Shang Chi. May seventh is Doctor Strange two. June twenty fifth is the new Batman movie. Then July is the untitled. Marvel Studios Spider-Man sequel. That's what it says. So who knows what that would be.
0: <laughs>
1: August 6th is the Suicide Squad, which... Oh, that's Suicide Squad 2. I'm thinking Birds of Prey, which is basically a Suicide Squad. November 5th, wow, Thor, Love and Thunder. So that's Thor 4. And then December 22nd, Black Adam. So 2021's kind of stacked. Then we go to 2022, and it says February 18th, untitled Marvel Studios film. X-Men, Fantastic Four, probably. So not, not both in one movie, obviously. April 1st, Shazam 2. April 8th, Untitled Spider-Man into the, the Spider-Verse sequel. So the cartoon. Then one's coming out on April 8th, 2022. May 6th is Black Panther 2. May 22nd is DC Super Pets, which I'm assuming is a cartoon. July 1st is The Flash, which I think that got canned, so don't, don't look forward to that one. And then it says, for July 29th and ju- October 7th, Untitled Marvel Studios Film. So, whatever... One is not first this year for X-Men and Fantastic Four. You get it, one of these. And then probably Deadpool Wolverine. And then December 16th is Aquaman 2. And then for the next year, that just says untitled Marvel Studios film. So so that's the, the movies we are coming up. So this year we got some good ones. I like how we have Black Widow and Wonder Woman in the back-to-back months.
0: Female power.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's cool. And then Birds of Prey comes out too. I mean, Bloodshot, I, that's one where... I maybe rent that from the Red Box.
0: <laughs> Valiant is, I think they have, he's like their big superhero. over Valiant, yeah, he's
1: like a Punisher with a healing factor. I watched the trailer; don't look bad, but you know I'm not. If I don't see Bloodshot till way after it comes out, I'll be okay. And, and speaking of outside. movies, did you get Joker? That came out in, on Blu-ray Tuesday. I didn't pick it up yet. I, I totally forgot. I
0: about. did not. I did obviously saw it in the theater, and I do. Like I said, I you wanted to stay away from spoilers because there's a there's a pretty cool thing that happens with the Waynes and there's actually Kevin Smith was talking about it on his podcast because it came out, and he said that after he saw on – he was on an airplane somewhere going somewhere, and he saw it came out on his iTunes, so he watched it, and he knew who the – either the screenwriter or the director of both were. And I'm not going to spoil it for you, but try, I'm going to write it down. I'm going to okay. write it down right now. But he said, here's what the real – he goes, here's what the original ending was. He's like, shut up was really, he goes, yeah, he goes, that was the real ending. He oh, wow. Like, but DC wouldn't let us do it. Either. It's because it's still under DC property. Oh, okay. And they had, it, they had it. I don't know if they had it. They definitely had it written. I don't know if they filmed it. And it's, it might even be an extra on the Blu-ray. But I'm not going to spoil it for you because it's it's going to give away something that happens oh, in the movie. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, But it basically turns the DC universe on its ass. Oh, I was okay. like, oh, my God. I got
1: gotcha. you. Yeah, I'm going to get it and watch it. Cause
0: every, it's everyone, great. You'll, everyone, you'll really like everyone
1: it. that I have talked to about said they really like it.
0: So it was <laughs> I mean, excellent.
1: Yeah, it can't be bad. And uh, like I said, they didn't want to do a sequel It made so much money. They have to do a sequel. But like, come on, it's the Joker. We're gonna make money. What would you think it was gonna bomb? <laughs> you know,
0: made a billion dollars. It made more money than Star Wars. Wow. I mean, Star Wars isn't done yet, but I think Star Wars is like right around a billion, and the Joker finished like one point one. So I think, I think it, it's, it may finish above over Star Wars.
1: Wow, that's crazy. Good for good for DC. Even though that's not part of their movie universe, who cares?
0: Aquaman made a billion, and I think Shazam made like five hundred million. Wow. Which they I mean, Shazam's really not a huge, huge no, character, you know, the these days. So I don't think he even has his own comic out.
2: No, so.
1: he, they did for a while, but I don't think he does. Yeah. So that that's awesome. And then I think Wonder Woman will make a, a good amount of money. I'm just gonna assume.
0: Out of all the comic book movies that you just said for next year, which one do you think makes the most?
1: Ooh, geez, that's a good one. Um, so we got Black Widow. That, that New Mutants, that's not going to make much money. Um, I, I'm going to say either Wonder Woman or Black Widow. I'm thinking
0: Wonder Woman. I'm going to take it. For no money, obviously, the sure bet is Wonder Woman. I'm going to say The Eternals. Because The oh. Eternals oh, so is basically yeah. the next phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I think people are going to tune in for The Eternal. I think they're going to do a good job come the end of summer to really, really hype it up. They, but I think the post-credit scene is going to have something fantastic for X Men, and been. I think once that gets out, I mean, they may not make a zillion dollars opening weekend, but I think once it gets out, I think you're going to see that movie like stay steady. Yeah, that's on, like, like what it's going to make. That's a good
1: call. And If they could do to the Eternals what they did with Guardians of the Galaxy, then uh, then they got a, a great franchise in their hands. Because I mean, who was reading Guardians of the Galaxy before the movie came out? Nobody. So we'll see.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Well they even said I know Neil Adams, he was on Cal podcast years ago. They said the reason why they did Guardians of the Galaxy because they didn't own any really any properties. Okay. You no. Know, yeah, outside of yeah, outside of Cap Thor uh, and Iron Man, because they really didn't have any money. So then they they literally went to the bottom of the barrel and said, Let's see what we can do with Guardians of the Galaxy. And I don't think I knew anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy until I saw the first movie. No, I, I, I couldn't have... the second movie. I think was even a little bit better. Yeah,
1: I couldn't name one character for money. <laughs> before i mean there they were different characters and everything but like i didn't i didn't know star lord from hold the ground but now it's like wow like gardens 1 and 2 are just some of my favorite movies in the marvel universe
0: yeah and marvel was smart because right when they were started hyping up the movie they relaunched it and they had bendis yeah writing it. and that
1: was a great book i got every issue of that because i was like oh well, the movie's good bendis i'm gonna check this out I'm like this is a really good book now of course shadow cat was in there and stuff so but hey whatever so that's it is about what it is. for news. So tell me about the books you did read. I was, i didn't read anything. So how many things to talk about?
0: Again, it was a short week. Now, how about this? I actually meant to. Who's texting me? Not my mom. Anyway,
1: Cody. All I wanted. Job.
0: Yeah. No, my parents are in Florida. So anyway, I wanted to text you to see if you can. I completely forgot the rise of Kyle Ren. I pimped that book up like two weeks. ago. Oh years. yeah, I forgot.
1: Right. Yeah, I totally forgot to look at that for that today.
0: Well, they, they were my comic guys. Just like Drew, they didn't even ship us any. Like oh. they sold out on pre-order. I said, "Really?" He said, "Yeah." He goes, "I'll be." I "Can you give me one?" He's like, "We'll try." I said, and I always tell—they're always awesome. They're like, "If we can't get," they will tell me straight out, like, "Go on the Midtown Comics app or try to find it somewhere." So he's like, "I don't think we can find it." He's like, "He's like, if you don't hear from me in a day, go on Midtown Comics." So I went on Midtown Comics. There's two different covers, mm-hmm. both sold out. I went on eBay. $40 starting starting bid. And uh, $30 starting bid, it went Whoa. up to 40. Wow. So it's just like wow. So bad a color. So I obviously I did not read that. and The first one was really good. I did read pandemica So you didn't it's get super... it at all
1: then cuz I can check that no. local I can check that local store because for some reason no one goes there and if you ever need a variant or something, he usually has it. So I'll, I will check tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I'll even pay up the 10 bucks for it. All right. I, so I, th- I, th- I think it will yet. be
1: covered if it's still on the shelf, which I think it will be. Cuz he's like he's more into the game, so like
0: let's say like like
1: with uh uh, uh, Naomi. You know how that jumped up? He probably still has ones on the shelf, because he doesn't know. And then, you know, then the people came in and start buying them when they're looking for him. But like, he's not one to go pull his books and mark them up because he's he's more about magic cards and stuff.
0: Yeah, so he probably wouldn't know. But yeah. anywho, so Black Widow, Web of Black Widow, the finale is a minus. Uh, Widows Imposters, aka the clones are on the loose, and she turns to her friends for help. I think you got that book, so I don't want to go. Too
1: yeah, it's, it's the last issue too.
0: Pandemic was just brutal. A+. Plus. I'm always going to that book in A+. plus. It was just brutal. You'll thoroughly enjoy it. You may need a shower afterwards <laughs> in a good way.
1: Like that Slayer book.
0: Yeah, oh, that Slayer book was great. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of which, I had I work in shoulders today, and I haven't listened to Slayer maybe about a month when I was at the gym, and I had like the best shoulder day ever.
1: There you go. That, that would oh. get pumped.
0: Slayer's the best. Batman, this is the new James Tinian. Okay. This was a solid A. Really? Oh, Lucas Fox is basically the new Alfred. He's basically the one helping Batman out. And it's halfway through the book. He's like, Alfred, do you hear me? Do you hear me? And I'm like, I had a. So I went back and read like the first three pages. And I'm like, Alfred's not in here. And Alfred basically died in the, uh, you know, the last, well, the last run, the Tom King run. Mm-hmm. And Lucius goes, Alfred's not here because he it's not. He goes, oh, he goes, sorry, old habit. So mm-hmm. uh, Deathstroke is the villain of this, uh, seer, and not the the series of this run, which I got no problem with. Oh, yeah. And Bat, Batwoman, yeah, Batwoman, Batman and Catwoman do like a team up to like basically take Deathstroke out. It was like a really cool team up because obviously you've seen him team up with other people. You've seen him team up mostly with Robin, you know, all the different Robins. So he teams up with Catwoman. They have like obviously these snagging remarks going back and forth. So that was a solid day. I really enjoyed it. Oh, nice. Starred. Now, did you pick up the Starbook?
1: Yeah, I have the Starbook. But you you could talk about it. I'm 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 not going to really
0: spoil it. it. This was an A. She has an Infinity Stone inside her and Loki goes looking for it because obviously he knows about the Infinity Stones. And she looks for Jessica Jones for help. And there's a couple other people that make surprise appearances oh. that I won't read. Nothing really huge, but it was yeah. a super fun book.
2: Nice.
1: Nice. Sounds good. Because Kelly uh, Kelly Thompson wrote that Jessica Jones uh, miniseries that came out. Now it's out in comic form. Because I was like, ooh, is that new Jessica Jones book? But it's just the the original graphic novel in like five issues. So I'm not going to get it because I already have the uh, trade.
0: But my book of the week, again, it was short week, not too much on air. It was Amazing Spider-Man A+. So Peter Parker finds technology at, to mold a new weapon. And when he finds out what this new weapon does, and it can predict the future. Ooh. And then he basically says to his uh, his partner, he said, yeah, this isn't going to go over well. Remember last time there was a Spider-Man person that could predict the future, and they did the flashbacks of Civil War, mm. but Miles Morales was able to pick anything. He goes, what are you going to do? And he goes... I got to ask a whole bunch of people. So it shows them asking Tony and Reed Richards and Captain Marvel what he should do, and they never give him an answer. <laughs> so I thought that was really cool. So you have it. They, it's like all these panels where he asks like six or seven people, like, what should I do? What should I do? What should I do? And like, they never give an answer, and then he basically like fights some villains, and that's it. So I was like, oh, that was a really good cliffhanger kind of like towards the end of the issue. It's like, what did Caro say? What did Tony say? What did Reed say? Yeah. What did like, the hot dog vendor say? You <laughs> know,
1: That's cool. Yeah, I, I haven't been getting Spider Man, but I'm glad to see that's pretty good. I was getting it for a while there, but then I fell off. Right around when he yeah, really? uh, remember when he was like uh, uh running that company and stuff, and he was like Iron Man, Spider Man. I was like, I don't know, I think
0: yeah, that was good. Yeah,
1: and I didn't jump back
0: on. But that's, so that's cool. It, sir. So, so nothing. You to read anything, any trades, any old comments? Not anything? really.
1: I I mean, I read. Uh, I read that. Did I tell you I read that Red Mother book? No. Okay, so so Red Mother, it's an, uh, uh I forget what, it's an indie book, but Jeremy Hahn wrote, he wrote The Beauty with an guy. I forget the guy's name right now, and uh, to make this short simplified, it's got kind of like a horror thriller book, and I seen it was on third printing or something, I it was on second printing, then my shop was on third printing today, and I seen it at that local comic shop, and they still had the first printing, they had like four issues of it, and different covers, and I was like, I'm gonna get it, and I got it, and I read it, it's a, uh, the girl, like, she's out with her uh, boyfriend, and the boyfriend gets like kidnapped, like I was up kinda spoil it. He gets out uh, ripped out like a, a dark uh, alley and then like something comes and attacks her and she loses her one eye. So like it's all about her. She gets a new prosthetic eye and she starts getting headaches and stuff and she can start seeing like demons and stuff out of her prosthetic eye. So that's her and she sees it in red, so that's like the whole red mother thing. So I'm like, oh this is pretty cool. So not too much in the first episode or first issue, but it's just how like she loses her eye and then she starts seeing things out of her, her prosthetic eye. So it's pretty cool. And the art's really good. Who's, uh, who's the artist? I you know what, I'm not sure. I don't have it. I did have it here. I don't, I'll just type it in real quick and see what comes up. But Jeremy Hahn's writing it. And he wrote He's the, great. Yeah, he wrote that beauty on Image Comics. So let me type in Red Mother. And it must be doing well if it's on the third printing. Because, Good, uh, for yeah, Good
0: for them. Good
1: for them. I It's something like it's not Image, but it, it might be Aftershock. Something around, let's see, the Red Mother official comic trailer. Boom Studios. So Boom's writing it. Ooh. Or Boom uh, Comics is publishing it. As I click on it here and it loads here, Jimmy Hahn and Danny Luckhart. Luckhart? Luckhart is doing the art. So I, I I recommend it. It's very good. I mean, the first two kind of flies by. And then the second printing's out and the third printing's out. So if you can't find the first printing, you can pick up one of these. So yeah, t- highly recommend that. I add it to my pull list. I don't know how many issues it's going for, but uh, very good. So I read that and I read Spider Ham. I thought Spider Ham 1 was pretty good. Um, it's, it's, it's in our goofy thing. And it starts with like two pages from the original Spider Ham from the 80s. And then the whole thing is, like, Spider-Ham is annoying, and none of the oh. other uh, animal Avengers want to team up with him. You know, Deer Devil, like D-E-E-R. <laughs> and, like, Captain, Captain America is Captain America because he's a cat. And then I forget Iron Man is, like, uh needs something. And, and, like, no one wants to work with him. He's like, oh, yeah, well, well, you should want to work with me because I helped all these other spider Man and all this this big thing fight off in the Spider-Verse. I'm like, okay, whatever. And, like, he thinks because he did that he's so good with it Like, everyone uh, – doesn't want to work with them all, and then something happens, and then they, they kind of need his help at the end. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I like, no, we got to work with them, but it was it was pretty good. It's only a couple issues. I think it's like five issues, so it's it's funny. Spider Ham and the the puns of the other names, like uh, Doctor Doom is a, is an animal. I forget what he is, but all, all the heroes are different animals, and it's kind of funny because they kind of put like Daredevil. They make the name of the animal into their name, and then of course Spider Ham is a was a nice spider who was bitten by a radioactive pig. Who was uh, Aunt May was. She was a scientist and she got all radioactivized and then she grabbed the spider and bit him and he became Peter Porker. So it's a goofy wacky book. So I I, I enjoyed that too. And then I read Thor. Thor. Thor one was great. So we talked about that.
0: Yeah, I sure did. Yeah. Are you gonna stay on with Thor?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna stay on because I think the art's really good too. I don't some people said they didn't like the art. I don't know who the guy is, but I was like, This is great art.
0: Yeah, they really loved it. Thor's getting a lot of a lot of good stuff, a lot of good praise.
1: Yeah, I mean, and put one of your hottest artists or writers on it right now. I mean, no one knows what they're doing. DC should do that. They get 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 whoever's hot and put them on your your big books. Justice League. On Justice League. On yeah. Justice League. Yeah, Justice
0: League. Step Sage. What's Stephen on Justice League? Oh
1: my God! Can you imagine putting him on Batman? I do James Tinian, but like that that they're Harleen books. They are so good. I can't wait for that hardcover to come out and I'll buy it. Like that guy yeah, knows dude. how to write
0: Batman. That guy knows how to write. Period. So yeah, put him on. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited for Death Vigil. Uh, That's the second. Oh yeah, I
1: have out. that. I never read it. I want to read that. And, and I have Sunstone too, which I you know it's all a fetish about the two lesbian girls, but I kind of want to read that too, just because this stuff is so good.
0: Yeah, I think I got to like the third tray, and it just got too weird for me. Yeah, I I Not have that. A fir- I'm a prude or anything. Yeah, I have the
1: first, but it is kind of out there, but I'll, I'll read it because you know. But his, hey, if you just look at the pictures, his art is fantastic.
0: Yeah, he, he. I mean, if DC lets him keep writing. He might be like the the John Byrne category, you yeah. know, the Terry Moore of like those really good, uh, you know, writer and artist that basically do their own books. That's basically yeah. Harleen.
1: Well, he never really gets like top level, but like people know him and he starts almost getting there. But like, man, they, I would I would put him. I would sign him up, lock him down, and say, hey, can you just work for us? You can still do your indie stuff, but don't work for Marvel. Kind of like how they, you know, Marvel has Jason Aaron or something like that, and uh, put put him on a main book, definitely. That's what they should but do. The, Mat- yeah, Batman, maybe, Superman, Wonder Woman maybe, should be all main book, uh, main, uh, big time uh, writers and uh, artists.
0: Maybe put the Death Vigil stuff. Have that. I mean, then you would have to sign the rights over. Maybe have Black DC, Label. Black Label, yeah. yeah, publish it.
1: Yeah, do that as a deal. Even. I mean, they've done that before. Where they've taken books from other lesser things and published them. So, why not? I mean, I mean, the guy is is great. And it seems like he gets, like, the Harley book was, was pushed back, away, like, two months or something like that. But, I mean, other than that, he seems like he does all the stuff. He was doing the art on Aquaman for a while, and that was came out in a timely fashion, not like Doomsday Clock, so.
0: <laughs> yes. Doomsday Clock was excellent, though. It, yeah. I know they came out in two trades, definitely. When that comes out, uh, that, and if it was a sale or something, because I'm sure the price will be jacked up. People yeah. we'll have, like, you know, the 90,000 variants in the back. They'll oh, charge $40 yeah. per a book. But I thought Doomsday Clock was excellent.
1: Yeah, I'm going to pick up the uh, the big trade when it comes out, and then read it because I, ha- I got like issue one two and three so i, I want to see what happens there I, d- I did see a new book on the type and see what comes out it's called killing red Sonya, and I, I don't know if it's like a future thing where uh like she dies kind of like wolverine in the end or something like that and let's see who writes it here it says mark russell who's writing the current word of it's own book which isn't that great mark russell oh there's a couple of people bryce mm-hmm. igman craig rousman kelly and hassan no idea who those people are Killing Red Sony is a chance to offer readers a, a different sensibility than the main series and also to allow us to dive deeper into the stories of a character who will become the most <laughs> ominous villain the main series has yet to see. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to try it. The cover looks pretty cool. Uh, Killing Red Sonia. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Maybe she's a queen and then people are trying to kill her or something. The art looks pretty cool as I scroll here. It looks more like, um. Uh, oh, what was it? You, you know, Anique? The, you remember when uh, Red Sonia was written by Marguerite Bennett? Yes. Okay, like that art. kind of looks like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so not bad. So I'm gonna check that one out, and then I know Mirka Randolpho has a new book called Mercy. It's kind of like a, uh, I guess you could say like Victorian supernatural book. I was like, yeah, oh, it looks really good. Her art's awesome, so I'll, I'll check that one out. And then I added one other book. I forget what it was. Uh, it was it was a new book coming. Oh, Spider Woman. Oh, she has that new suit that kind of looks like Miles Morales. So yeah, the last Spider Man or Spider Woman series was fantastic. I think his name rb silver or something is writing it. let me type that in too Right. they there's the new books that i got the, my shop does a cool thing now like when you're going to register there's like a counter on one side and there's a wall on the side and the wall has a pin board and they have like they rip out all the pages in um uh, not all the pages but all the big stuff and previews and they pin it to the board so that way when you look there, like oh what's coming out here we go and then there's a list at the bottom it says like everything that's coming out but they take that's like, cool yeah but they put like the like spider woman was there um the Ninja Turtles were there, all this stuff, that big stuff that's coming out. So i like, that's a good idea. I even told him like, that's a good idea. Cause like I didn't know this killing red. Sony book was coming out. You know, I wouldn't look cause I didn't think to look, but, uh, let me see. I can't find anything on the spider. Everything's coming up. comic twenty twenty. 20. My right?
0: shop, what they do is as soon as you walk in or walk out, they have a shelf that we've well, been there before. They have a space where they have all the stuff that's free, like three bookmarkers. They have okay. Like this list of like what's coming out. Pre the Marvel previews are free. And in between all that, there's a stack of business cards for this podcast. So,
1: oh, nice, very
0: nice. That I, I've had a refill a couple times. So, ooh,
1: there we go. That's awesome. I, I keep forgetting to take some down from mine. I know they just today's the grand opening, so the store wasn't really open. Next time, I have to remember to put some in my bag to take down. I'm yeah, trying to get see. It done, buddy. Yeah, oh, the artist is here. Yeah, okay. So here we go. All star creative team of Carla Pancheco, who did the Punisher in Fantastic Four, two thousand Okay, don't know her. Yes, and Perry Perez. <laughs> it looks like it's always like Perez Perez, and that person did Uncanny X-Men. So I have no idea. I'm not familiar with these people, but the the cover looks really cool for Spider-Man, so I'll try it. And that's that's about it for what I add. I guess that's it for comic news here, so I guess we're pretty much done here.
0: Yeah, about an hour and a half. We can yeah. wrap it up. Is there anything yeah. else you want to you talk about, good sir? Well,
1: not really, no. We got a, cool. lot, a lot of news in there, so I guess we'll do top five, and then... Call it a day here.
0: Absolutely. As always, sir, it's your segment, so you get to choose who okay. goes first.
1: I, I guess I'll go first. I think he would first last time. I'm not sure. But anyway, I'll go first. So we're giving Alex a lot of love. Alex Sanchez here. So what five books would you like to see him do art on? Because I said I hope some, he gets some bigger work. So any book at all, what five would you like to see him do?
0: Punisher. Yes. Red Sonja. Oh, yeah. Batman. Yeah. For two reasons. One. His art would be awesome, man. And too. he he'd get a huge paycheck. And I want to see that guy make yep. millions of yeah. dollars. Let's see, Thor. Oh yeah. And which I think maybe something, something on the if they did a Walking Dead redo.
1: Oh yeah, you know his art would fit Walking Dead because he has that like gritty style that would work great for that.
0: What do you got for me, sir? No, okay,
1: I got I I, I too have Punisher. <laughs> I also wrote Batman, and I wrote Daredevil. How about it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. and then Iron Man, because I think I think you journal the suits. They look awesome. And then Spawn, that seems to Spawn.
0: He did a killer Doctor Strange for me two years ago. Oh really? i was just thinking oh, yeah. that. Yeah, that'd be yeah, that'd be good for Doctor Strange,
1: definitely. So yeah, there we go giving, sure. giving Alex some love if he listens. I'm like, oh man, really put me over.
0: Absolutely. Well, he's like not only he's a great artist, you know, just like when i not saying that he's a super awesome guy. Super yeah, awesome yeah, guy, very big Star Wars fan. Just awesome guy, great artist, <laughs> guys. I do mean check out his stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely pandemic. <laughs>
0: All right, my top five, sir. If you can wrestle in any wrestling any building, it doesn't have to be wrestling. Oh, that's building. a good one. And, and, and the history of the universe, even stuff that's not Exist- there anymore. Okay. And you can even say, now I know you're not a sports fan, but like for example, like I don't think they've ever had a sporting event at uh, at the Boston or not uh, where like the Patriots play football, like Foxborough. So it's like I don't think they. So if you can wrestle at any venue. Hockey, wrestling, NFL, the spectrum. Any, is not, yeah, the spectrum does exist. anymore. yeah. Any wrestling venue, past, you know, past or present. Which five would you wrestle?
1: Okay, I'm gonna start off with small ones and get big ones. So I've never wrestled an official match in the ECW arena, so I'd like to do that. Korakuen Hall, which is the ECW arena of Japan. Then you got to say the Tokyo Dome, and then uh, what, what? What's what's the big one, in Louisiana? Is that the S- Superdome? Superdome. Yeah, yeah. Superdome. Super and then well, I got one more, two more. Mm-hmm. One more, I'm going to go with Madison Square Garden. Why not?
0: I go Tokyo Dome, Madison Square Garden, Sportatorium. Oh, and
1: Oh, there we go. Yeah. You can- that's Night torn down, there- right? I think they tore that down.
0: Yeah, they tore that down. They, they, the people in Dallas tried to get it to make it
1: a... Um, a landmark? It,
0: yeah, a landmark. Yeah, it was in the... Uh, the rise and fall of w or, uh, I forget what they call it heroes of world class it yeah fans yeah. produced it was a fan produced which is awesome so okay so yeah the garden tokyo Dome sportatorium I go to the, the United three. center in Chicago just because I mean for two main reasons I'm a huge I love wrestling in Chicago the Chicago fans are great no, and yeah. a, I, in the 90s I was a huge bulls fan so that's where like Jordan oh, okay. played all the games and the last one would be someplace that may happen, and I may tell you why, is oh. the Old Forge High School Gymnasium. Oh, wow. They had boxing there about a month or two ago, and someone was, was taking pictures, and they and sent to literally all of my social media accounts, my personal and professional, and said, hey, Matt, what do you think about putting wrestling here? I'm Ooh. like, I'm all for it. You know, I'm not going to put the money up for it. Yeah, we yeah, are not going to run the show. Yeah, if somebody was to promote it, I, or somebody was to run there. Obviously, would I have them book me and you and put it somewhere on the top bill, and I Here would go. promote it. I think we'd probably be able to sell it out. Yeah,
1: so. that's awesome because a lot of schools are very, very funny with having anything in their gyms. We don't want to scratch the floor. Okay, well, what what money are you making right now with an unscratched floor? Well, zero dollars. <laughs> so why don't you have somebody people come in? I mean, that's cool. They had boxing. I mean, that's great. That's what all schools should be doing. Think about the money they had. They could have boxing, MMA, and wrestling in there. You know, as long as people respect the building, you know, I mean, things are going to happen. You're going to have a scratch door or, or, or something. You know, things break in arenas, you know. But uh, why not? That's, a good, that's cool. I hope it happens.
0: Yeah. Obviously, the other ones in Sport Tournament won't happen. So
2: no, that, of that, United
1: Center, they Yeah. So. I, don't, I don't think that one's going to fly. <laughs> what was that? The well, other place where uh, they used to do all the Memphis shows? Um, the Omni. The Omni doesn't exist anymore. The, the Omni was Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They don't do. I don't think the Omni exists anymore.
0: No, I think they tore and, that And also,
1: down. the Silver Dome does not exist anymore. WrestleMania <laughs> five was
0: three. Just yeah, three, three, three. Sorry. Five was the Trump. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah, Trump, four or five was yeah, Trump. Trump yeah.
1: Which I don't think that exists anymore either.
0: No, a lot of the don't. Yeah.
1: That was a cool building. I like that.
0: You know the Mass Square Garden that's now, when like Bruno was like the guy, it was different. Really. Carrie was telling me, Carrie Silken, he was telling me that it was they adjusted it and it was on a different side street. Like wow. it was like they moved or something. I forget. I know. There's they like, said it was yeah, the old garden, the new garden. they call wow. it.
1: wow. I know there's the theater thing, like a side of it on the one side that I guess on the side we didn't go on. We were there for ROH in New Japan.
0: But uh, I, I I don't know.
1: I don't know anything about that. I look it up because that's kind of interesting. I yeah, would watch why? a documentary on Madison Square Garden.
0: Yeah, absolutely well, I know Kerry is doing a podcast with Ian Riccoboni I've the seen that announcer. Yeah, called uh, Last Stop Penn Station or something like that oh, I'm like, man like, I've had several conversations with Kerry when it comes to like music Because he was yeah, that's how he made his money He was he was in the ticket business with music and wrestling mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff like that but He was at WrestleMania 1, WrestleMania 10, WrestleMania 20
1: Did you see it as a Facebook now? I added
0: him <laughs> Yeah, carries yeah. carries. He, just, yeah. Uh, like yeah, he the, was great. He was always people. very
1: nice when you go see you' just a fan and you shake everyone's hand on the way out. So that just shows you how nice a guy is.
0: Yeah, super good guy. So i I think uh, that'll probably about wrap it up. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna give my my plugs here, guys. If you want it is bulking season. By all means, if you guys want to get those big shoulders and you know put Slayer on uh, on shuffle like I did today. You, you want to fuel yourself with the best supplements. They have supplements that help you sleep and it, uh, it helps your it helps get your amino acids in your system while you sleep. They got proteins, pre-workouts, uh, anything that you you can imagine. Keto cookies, keto bars, 5percentnutrition.com. Type in the keyword M. Turner, save yourself 15% on the back end as well. And if you guys want to get a hold of me, talk about anything in general other than country music, <laughs> uh, Look me up on the social medias. Just type in Matt Turner and I'll pop up over there.
1: There you go. And then if you want to find me on Facebook or Instagram, you can find me by just typing Andy Hedder, and I will come right up. And I'll give a shout-out to the other two podcasts. I always forget to plug them. So Things Are Not Cool in High School and Tornado Tag Podcast, which is kind of like the two things that this podcast is. They separate, and they're two separate things. So check those out on uh, anywhere you find podcasts in the wonderful world of podcasts. And until next time, you got two podcasts this week. You won't get two next week. We'll see you later.